I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. And good afternoon. Welcome to uh, a uh, Monday edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. What a spectacular day we have. Blue sky, sunshine, just a magnificent day. And we're looking at, uh, what, about 73, 74 degrees, something like that. So just an unbelievable day to kick off a Monday and kick off a brand new week and kick off a a day of where we discuss and fuss about high school, college, and NFL football. But before we do, we must journey around the horn. We're going to start at third base. Let's check in with Stretch. How are you, sir? Good, fellas. How are you guys today? We're good. Absolutely good. Garrett, how are you? I'm good. Ready to roll. So yesterday, Garrett, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when we went canoeing on Lake Rush Robinson up on the mountain of Lake Rush Robinson. That was that was a, an adventure. That kayaking. I said canoeing. I meant kayaking. But yeah, I mean, you know, got to get your cardio in. Do your thing. A little chilly, but uh, the start today. But to, by the afternoon, it was it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Just a great day <laughs> out on uh, Mount Rush Robinson. <laughs> well, you didn't know what? you could kayak. Golly, I tell you guys. I mean, at some point, I, I, you know, I just I keep waiting for you guys to scream, Uncle, and just give up on this, on this Rush Robinson exercise routine that you guys are. Have, have you like, not seen like, us lately? I mean, no, I have seen you. I, I know you got your porno abs working. I get all that, but I'm just saying <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're doing any working out. Got yourself a haircut. I did I mean, do that. I guess you're going to grow you one of those Gardner Minshew mustaches. I used to have one. To yeah. Once upon a time, I used to have one. Is that back when you were riding those jackasses around? You called them Bronx? Yeah, you know, and, and speaking of which, we, we, got, uh, we got an email where we need to apply for our credentials for the national, uh, the PBR uh, uh, championships that are coming to the Metroplex. I was hoping it was the NFR, and I was gonna, I was gonna get that uh, that little documentation submitted, but uh, not not so fast. Yeah, not so <laughs> fast, my friend. So anyway, did you have a good weekend? Good, good. I you know I watched a little uh, journey to Midland, and yeah, I, w- I watched some some good football over the weekend, and I watched some really bad football over the weekend. So I'm sure we can spend the next three hours talking about some good things we saw. Some bad things we saw, and and, uh, and and I'm going to say there's probably some things that were in between there. Yeah, I mean there was. I mean in in I, I was you know there's on the national front, and we don't dive into that a whole lot. But I was the Michigan Michigan State thing is is interesting. Uh, boy, they <laughs> there's there's that that's just a mess. Uh, I didn't realize that he Harbaugh just can't beat Ohio State or Michigan State. It doesn't seem like. Well, and that's and that that that'll get you out of favor, even if you're one of them. Yep. In a heartbeat, and and I think he's probably already feeling the pressure of, you know, what's going on with that with that situation. I mean, I, I you know, I heard a lot about, you know, Clemson and how they're dominating, you know, and and, and how they've how they well, well basically how they have just dominated that 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 so-called Power Five conference is Ohio State now. The, the the dominant force in the Big Ten because it certainly feels like that. I mean, who yeah. who right now in the, in the Big Ten can challenge them? Just like who in the ACC has challenged Clemson the last few years? And, right. And the answer has been nobody. And so, you know, you you, you think about 
where college football is right now. I guess we're going to I guess everybody's going to be excited to see the Pac-12 play a 9 a.m. USC Arizona State game Saturday, not. But maybe, I mean maybe maybe we're missing something here and maybe there will be a missing piece out there that'll come out of that, you know, come out of the Pac-12. I I don't know who it would be. Maybe maybe it'll be Oregon. Nah. Who who knows, nah. but but uh it's it's it, it certainly feels like with what's going on at Michigan and them not being competitive with Ohio State and then losing to a Michigan State team who I believe got beat by Rutgers who got beat by Indiana all of a sudden Correct. that league feels very average. Yep, and I'm gonna tell you right now I don't know if you guys watched any of it. Uh, I went back and looked at a little bit of it. It was a it was a scary couple of hours there for the Clemson Tigers against Boston College now. Make no mistake about it. That was not your routine walk in the park. Oh, absolutely not. And 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 they're going to be without, you know, they're going to be without the, you know, trouble. Without the big, big physical QB again this week. And, and you know. Against the Irish. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's going to, I guarantee you, if they don't play better, than they played against Boston College, Notre Dame will throttle them. Mm-hmm. And, and now Notre Dame, at least this year, guys, right, they're playing as a member of the ACC. So uh, look what that could do with that little situation. So, I mean, so you got a couple things there. And, and we were talking about, I don't know if you want to call it parity or what you want to call it in the Big 12, but with everybody now possessing at least one loss, I think you just – you just you, you you just played your way the league being balanced, if if you will, just played its way right out of a uh, national championship opportunity. Let me ask you this, Tom: Did mm-hmm. you think going into this football season that we would see an, an undefeated Big Twelve team? No, not really. Uh, in, 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 for a lot of reasons, but uh, there was I, I didn't see that one team that I thought, okay, this one. It, if if it would have been a team. It would have been Texas or Oklahoma, obviously, but uh, that that came to a screeching halt fast. So and we didn't get through halfway to the season, no. and they had two losses. That's right. So. And, and so you're now you're banking on Oklahoma State because that's a program that okay, Mike Gundy, let's you know, and you're kind of hoping that hey, uh, for the for the sake of the league and the reputation of the league, you, you want Oklahoma State to make that little run, and boy, that didn't happen. So uh, could you see? A champion coming out of here with three losses. I said three losses. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can. I, I, well, I tell you what, and we'll talk about this about uh, about the NFL and what we could see coming out of the NFC East. We could see we could see a ten loss team come out of the come out of the NFC East. But no, it it, it is it's it it is painful to watch, and certainly. When you think about the national scene, I'm, I want to go back and, and, and before you shifted gears there to the Big 12, I want to say this. I mean, who's your Heisman favorite right now? Is it Mac Jones? Has he has he has he surged ahead of Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence got to got to my Sharona and he's going to be sitting down two of the biggest games of the year? I, Not me. He's my guy. That, well, we didn't ask how many you played. We asked who's the best player. No, I I understand, but is Mac Jones not right now playing as good as anybody in the country? He's playing very well. I mean, take a look at the stats of what he's done, the touchdowns he's thrown for, how he's 
managed. And guess what? By the way, they're going to have an off week going to play a down LSU team. Well, let me just add, and we got to get to break, but uh, and we haven't even touched on the Cowboys. How about that one? But anyway, so, here, so here's the question, and, and you know this as well as I. It's not always that an individual season. I mean, you know that Trevor Lawrence's body of work, if you will, certainly factors into this whole thing. It does, and you. I mean, it just does, and and I still think he's the front runner to to win the Heisman. Well, I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm simply giving you some food for thought in thinking about the job that Mac Jones is doing and how he's managing what I feel like is the best team. I mean, I I think they're better than Clemson right now, and I think he's playing better. He's playing at a better level right now than Trevor Lawrence is playing. I'm not saying take away his body of work. I'm saying that right now, where we sit right now, to me, he's throwing the football better. And, yes, he may, you could say he's got a few more weapons at wide receiver, but, I mean, he went out and lit it up without his number one guy this weekend. So, I, I I think there's some I think there's some interesting backstories to what's going on with college football. So you think Alabama is right now the better football team in, in America? Yes, I, I do. I do too. I do. I, I do too. I, I think right now they're playing the best football, uh, and, and the quarterback is playing really well. Hmm. Three twelve, twelve minutes after three. I don't, but the, you know that's what makes the old world go round. Twelve after three o'clock. This is, uh, and, and you know what? Let's let's do it, Let, Garrett. We're going to run a little late. Let's let's go ahead and just scrape the surface, if you will, on on that situation yesterday. I thought defensively they played well enough to win. We're talking about the Cowboys now. Uh, they hung in there, stretch. They they did defensively. They, they played. They played with a better. Uh, with a better set of emotions, with some more energy, I thought they better did some players. things. I, they, that, correct. I mean, I, I I saw some things out of Randy Gregory that I liked. I saw Vander Esch make some plays. I saw I, I saw Diggs get beat, but I also saw him make two big picks. Mm-hmm. I saw Anthony Brown make a couple plays. I thought I saw Jordan Lewis finally set the edge. I'll ask you this, though. Did they play better, or is Philadelphia that bad? Yes, I'm going to have to answer yes, and that was going to be my next thought. Just how bad is Philadelphia? And Carson Wentz begged you to win the football game. If you'd had any kind of offense whatsoever, you'd have scored a couple of touchdowns off of of his mistakes, and you may have went and won the football game. And, boy, you talk about a player who has regressed in the last few years. I mean, I'm talking about – not only does he have it in reverse, he's got it on the autobahn and he's punched it. I mean, he is he is going he is going in reverse and looks really uh, that 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 pick he threw and then that fumble that he had. I'm just like, what what is he thinking? And and boy, it, it's ugly. I mean, it is really ugly. Well, and, and the one play, and they're going to win the damn division. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are because no one else wants it. Uh, it. The one play that really made me scratch my head is when he bailed out to to the opposite side of the field where there was nobody there. All of all of his help was on the right side and he bails to the left side and I'm like what do you what what possible good can come of this and nothing did. Uh, I, and that was just that just kind of just that just spoke to his his game and it kind of spoke to his season quite frankly but uh man you're right this is a guy that uh that was you know that was a Super Bowl leading type of quarterback and now 
nobody would want him right and, now. And, and nobody I mean, got got a huge contract, got paid huge money. And then I look at the quarterback on the other side. You said it made your head itch. I mean it. I, I mean. Danucci made my rear end itch. I mean, just the thought of him opening his hand and slinging the ball mm-hmm. with his hand under the football. I mean, it was ugly. He was ugly an eyelash looking. away from three picks. Well, I, I would yeah. say, I would say five. I thought he was real close to throwing five picks. I, I, and and the fact that you know, and I guess you know, maybe Jim Schwartz. We had talked about it last week. You know, I really thought he'd unleash him and really come after him. And I, he had a couple of guys dinged in the secondary, and maybe he was scared of Gallup or Cooper or CD and, and you know, might not being able to match up with them. But I thought the times he did send it, he got home, forced a fumble, you know, two fumbles. One of them was returned for a touchdown. Yeah, it, it was it was ugly. I mean, that I, I, I'm shocked that the Cowboys, and I get it, he's the third-string quarterback, and, and, and I get all that, but – I, I, that 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 was the ugly. It was so ugly, and I mean, watching him throw that ball—I I don't even call it throwing it. I mean, he was slinging the football with his hand under the ball. It looked like he was carrying a damn tray of drinks. All right, when uh, he was throwing the footballs, painful. Three fifteen. Uh, we are, we're running just a tad bit behind. Three fifteen. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to we're going to get into the Baylor Bear TCU matchup. Uh, we'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight. Another very cool night as low temperatures fall to 42 degrees. Tomorrow for Election Day, it'll be mostly sunny. It should be a gorgeous day. No weather problems, hardly any wind. Again, with not a cloud around, we'll top out at 75 degrees. And mostly sunny on Wednesday, just a little bit warmer with a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Every Texan knows that costs like health care and property taxes are through the roof. But Brad Buckley, he's bought by the big corporations. He's voted repeatedly to give payday lenders special protections, even while they prey on soldiers and veterans like me. And Brad Buckley took more than $17,000 from healthcare and insurance companies, then voted to gut protections for people with pre-existing conditions. I'm glad there's a better choice. Kiki Williams comes from a military family and knows the value of service. As an Army captain, Kiki Williams oversaw thousands of soldiers under her command. She never asked whether they were Democrats or Republicans. She got them what they needed. Now, Kiki Williams is running for the Texas House. In Austin, she'll fight for better education, good jobs, and affordable health care for all Texans. Kiki Williams. Political ad paid for by House Democratic Campaign Committee. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Berg Colgen Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Berg Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The number one Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Berg Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas student-athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Berg Colgen Ford. Berg Colgen Ford, trusted since 1936. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It'll take just a few minutes to receive your saliva COVID test starting Monday, November 2nd. Act today. Go covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. 320, 20 after 3 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Stretch and Garrett. It's just, I don't know if it's because it's Monday or what, but it's 320, but for some reason, Stretch, it feels like like later, like 4 o'clock or 420 or something. I don't <laughs> You haven't figured it all out yet? I, I know. I, I that, don't. That, I mean, that Halloween night's really set you back an hour, hasn't um, it? It's time for supper, I think. I mean, <laughs> we're just getting started. <laughs> How much candy do you hand out? We were busy. We were at the Baylor uh, game working. I said Saturday night. Well, they don't trick-or-treat in my neighborhood past 6 o'clock, 6.30. (laughs) Okay. We have signs up. Hey, you know, no more trick-or-treating beyond 6.30. No more trick-or-treating. I'm up on Rush Robinson kayaking. I got it. We were. I mean, you know, no, we we didn't leave till early Sunday morning, Garrett and I, but uh, for kayaking adventure. It's a beautiful place to go. I mean, you can camp, you can uh, you know, you can hike, you can you can swim, you can fish, you can jog, you can bike. We got bike trails and we got kayaking. I just I you know, I just just the thought of you and Garrett up there, you know, kind of floating your tea bags. It doesn't it doesn't do much <laughs> up on Rush Robinson, I don't think. It's uh, <laughs> It's an interesting place. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about the the Baylor game on Saturday. And 
I, I don't know where to begin. I mean, you could talk offense, you can talk defense, you can talk special teams. I, I, it, I don't know. Can you talk a flat team? That's can what you I'm talk talking a team about. Coming out flat, it, it, and, and I don't get that. And there's no way you can make me understand that because number one, you're, you're playing just what your fourth game of the year, uh, and, and number two, you haven't played in your home stadium in over a month. You got to go back to that opening Kansas game. The last time you played at home, you and then you're playing a rival in TC. You would think you would be jazz beyond. And I'm not. I mean, your eyes don't lie. I mean, they were. It was just kind of methodical. I mean, and I, I didn't. I don't know. I mean, I don't get that. I don't I, get that at all. You know, I watched the first half and I thought, okay, this is a team that it, it really looked like they just weren't ready to play. Almost looked like they were just going through the motions, and then. They were so far down that they kind of that they kind of tried to giddy themselves up a little bit, and and and, and okay, they you know scored a couple touchdowns and, and and they got back in the game and it felt like the minute that TCU wanted to shut it off, they shut it off. They Bingo. Just said, that's it right there. So here yeah. here's the thing: you've coached you've coached at the collegiate level, you coached at the pro level. This is what we talked about. I said we, one of the things we talked about. I said I, I almost dismiss. The, the comeback part of it, because you know as well as I do that when and coaches scream and holler at halftime, I promise you those TCU coaches were in that locker room. Don't let down. Don't let down. Don't let. It's human nature to let down. When you're up 30 to 7, you're not coming out with the same intensity level as you did to start the football game. And I think that factors into part of this. Well, yeah. And, and, and like you're saying, I mean, you don't want to. You don't want to let your opponent get up when you got them down. You you, you know you could you you could put them away, and that's what you want to see uh, a mature team do is go out and just say, you know what, these guys are not on their A game. They're not playing very well. They're not, you know, they're not they're, they don't have really any emotion in the football game. You could tell there was no real, you know, you didn't feel that you didn't. You just, I, I never felt like Baylor got in the football game, even though they were only down. What two touchdowns? I didn't think they were in the football game, and and I thought that that's what Gary Patterson and I'm sure that's what he was preaching, Tom, like sure. you were saying. But it is it, it is human instinct to say, man, these guys aren't into it today, and then you kind of let them hang around, and then you have to go put your you know put your foot on the gas to get it going again. But I didn't think that uh, I I just didn't think that uh, Baylor was ever in the football game, even though they were only down two scores. I never got the feeling that. They were going to go challenge TCU to, to, to win the game. And all the things that we had talked about uh, leading into that game, hey, go run the football. You got a chance to run the football right here. You got a chance to do a several things. I mean, this was a team that uh, was giving up a bunch of yards uh, defensively. This is not a vintage TCU football team. And, and you had a chance, really, I thought they were going to win the football game. I thought they had a great chance to win the game. And, and man, and then then you look at the way they they tackled or didn't tackle. Stretch. When did it become popular to hit people to the ground instead of tackle and wrap up? Well, and that's that's and every to, level. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, Tom, and and let's think about this because I I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. When you're going and you're you're having those physical practices, you're doing what you need, and then you're completely shut down. I think it's a different set of challenges to try to maintain that intensity and that drive to 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 still continue to be a 
a, a good tackling football team. And you've got to see it full speed in order to be a good tackling football team. And when I say full speed, you've got to have a scout team that is going and playing hard and giving you the looks that you need to be given. And so in today's time, with what's going on with this with this damn virus that we, we can't seem to kick, I, I think that there's a lot of different challenges and certainly uh, tackling. And I see that at the high school level with some of the stuff that I'm watching. I really do. I, I see I, I see it in the NFL level. You see guys that are not that are not wrapping up, that are not tackling the way that w- we've always seen it done in the past. And so I do think that this year with no spring football, with starting, stopping, and all that, I, I think that has lent to having some bad habits and, and tackling is at the, at the top of those bad habits. So the uh, the Bears lose 33-23. to 23. And again, at one point it was 30-7. to 7. And you can look and say, hey, look, if we're looking for – for bright spots, you, you limited TCU to just three points in the second half. How much of that was, you know, but, you know, TCU certainly didn't wait for Baylor. Uh, so, Baylor didn't wait for TCU in the second half. And then you were able to go, you know, starting uh, in, that, in, the, in the second half, really late third quarter. You put up a, from the, in the last 17, 18 minutes, the Bears were able to score 16 points. So, uh, if you're looking for, for – and I don't want to call them moral because there's no such thing in my book, but you either win or you lose. But if you're looking for the things to build upon, uh, maybe you start right there saying, hey, look, in, in the last 17, 18 minutes of this football game, you know, it was 16 to 3 us, but it's, you know, it's a 60-minute football game is what you got to figure out how to, how to go about doing. No, 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 no question. And, and I, I just thought the first half of the football game really decided the football game. I guess that's what I'm trying I to say. I, I thought they went in at halftime, and I thought, this game's over with. I mean, I mean, Baylor doesn't look like they've got any real uh, gas in their shiva-getter. It didn't look like they really were They were really into playing. I mean, even when guys would kind of make plays, you didn't feel that vibe come off the sideline with substitutions. You didn't see things. You, you just didn't see a crisp football game. And, and the, I think the strange thing is – I think about and, and Kansas is not a good football team, but they played they played a complete game against Kansas, and I went from thinking, okay, this is a team that may have a chance to challenge, to 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 really make you know make a splash in the Big Twelve. And now thinking after I watched them Saturday, I'm thinking, are they going to win many more football games? And that's that's hard to say. No, I know we talked about that. I mean, something's got to give. You've got to have a little more charge than what they had on Saturday, and you've got to have that charge from the very beginning of the football game, not uh, not 17 minutes before the final bell. 329, we're going to step aside, and when we come back, we're coming back to talk about the Cowboys and the Eagles from last night. National television audience got to see that lovely football game. We'll do that next on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football on the road this week headed to Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Bears, Cyclones, this Saturday from Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. Cowboys fall to 2 and 6 with a 23 9 loss to the Eagles last night. Ben DiNucci was 21 of 40, 180 yards, four sacks, and two fumbles. Elliott could only come up with 63 yards rushing for the Cowboys. Up next, the undefeated Steelers come to town. TCU was able to jump out to an early lead on the Bears and end up with a win, 33 23. Baylor's now 1 and 3. TCU improves to 2 and 3. Texas got a top 10 win, beating number 6 Oklahoma State, 41 34. OK State fall to number 14, and Iowa State is up to 17. O- is up to 19. Texas in at 22. Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Georgia round out the top five. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady are at the New York Football Giants. Kickoff at 7:15 on ESPN. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Three thirty-three. This is game time here on a. Uh, Monday afternoon, 73 degrees, blue sky, sunshine, Tom, Stretch, Garrett, and we're glad you're alongside. Okay, let's talk a little bit about last night's uh, game. 
Cowboys and the Eagles. And stretch, seriously, the defense did a few things. Philly helped them along the way. They had a chance. Uh, they they had a chance really with a couple of turnovers by the Eagles. They had a chance to with short fields to go score and, and maybe create a different a different outcome or at least a different football game than, than what we actually saw. Yeah, I, I saw a defensive unit who I've been openly critical on uh, or of. I, I, I you know come out and at least show some fire last night. Uh, I saw. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence to me looks like he's he's almost healthy. I mean, I saw him chase down that wide receiver screen. I mean, that really looked that that really looked vintage from him. Mm-hmm. I, I think Vander Esch played pretty well. I, Jordan Lewis did some things. I thought, you know, Brown, uh, you know, knocked that ball out right there at the right there at the end of the game to keep them from scoring another touchdown. Uh, so defensively. I, I thought they did some things that looked a little more sound than what I had seen in the first really seven games of the season. Offensively, guys, um, other than getting Zach Martin back, and I thought he, he did a nice job of running some of those double-team blocks with Biotish, and they got some second-level blocks. You know, I, 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 saw, I, I saw some glimpses of what I thought looked like a running game but they were never ever really able to put it together. Uh, real unfortunate. I mean, this third string quarterback is just. I, I mean, it was it was it was painful watching him throw the ball. I think until the last drive, I want to say they were one of thirteen on third, third down, down conversions, which is just just miserable. Uh, hell, hey, I tell you what. That kicker can flat thump it now. I mean, I thought that ball that he kicked, when he drove that ball right in between those pipes, you know, before the half, I thought, golly, that, that, that's good. And then the next best play I saw was, <laughs> was, that, was that Zerline when he kicked that onside kick. When he, and the, you know, they, he punted that ball up in the air, and they almost got that ball back. Uh, uh, but, guys, it, it is – the season for the Cowboys is is just going to be one of those things where it's just you're you're going to have to it's going to be a struggle the second half of the year and I don't know if Andy Dalton's quarterback in last night do they win? Well, and I got asked that question on the on the on the noon show and I you know at Channel Eight and I, my answer is maybe I mean maybe they could have converted one of those early. Um, red zone situations into a touchdown but I guys I I just I I mean with Cincinnati winning and beating Tennessee yesterday you know even the Giants are somewhat playing better I mean do you see another game on this schedule they've got Baltimore they've got Green Bay they've got Pittsburgh I mean I just don't see I don't see much I, I don't see much happening in the right direction for this team right now I and, and, and I think the frustrating thing, again, for me is to see him continue to put, you know, Tyrone Crawford down inside. Boy, he got rolled out of there. And, you know, to be fair to him, he's probably not an inside tackle. He's more of a defensive end kind of guy. So it was, it, it was hard to watch, I'll be honest with you. Hard so, to watch. So I was curious, and, you know, I, I'm watching the play selection, uh, and, and I understand why you do some things. I mean, you're trying to give a different look. You're trying to be a little creative. They ran the little double reverse early in the game. But also thought that some of that play-action bootleg stuff, it takes a long, it takes a long time for, for that to develop. And 
with that offensive line, they just couldn't hold up that long stretch. And, boy, you had some huge losses. You went from first and 10 to second and 24 a half dozen times, it's felt like. Right, yeah, and that's – yeah, it, it, it felt like – that they were – it was almost like they were trying to be cute with what they were doing mm-hmm. with some of those boots and waggles, too, instead of just continuing to run the football and, and, and do the things that I thought looked somewhat sound. And that was for both teams. I mean, I thought I thought Doug Peterson did a decent job early when they were trying to run the football, and then he'd, he'd call some – crazy looking boot or waggle or naked out of there and is, it was, is that offensive coordinators or and head coaches is that the play callers getting impatient with 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 what they're I doing think guys, i think it's guys trying to be gurus i mean i think they get i think they get i think they get you know they what they, they don't think it's cute enough to continue to just pound at it i, I don't know it's it's it, it's a maddening situation and i i can't i can't figure out why you know, I couldn't figure out why Dallas did the same thing. I mean, they were hammering it, running the football, and they ran it six straight times. And then they, you know, and then they, then they ran a reverse to Wilson, and it looked like a reverse pass that, that wasn't there. I, I, anyway, I think it's easy to when you, when you sit back and think about criticizing the play calling. What I don't like that the Cowboys offensively, they just can't seem to create an identity for who they are and they went out and paid this back all this money and he hasn't had a hundred yard rushing game this year and i get it their offensive lines beat and banged up but guys when you can't go out and 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 with that back be able to at least create some holes for him i'm not sure I'm, i'm not sure you just don't throw the play sheet up in there and say the hell with it well, he had 19 carries, 63 yards, and one of the things that you and I talked about, and, and it drives me nuts, and, and maybe there's maybe there is a, a explanation that makes sense, but not. This is a guy that carried the ball. I think the second possession of the football game carried it twice, two times in a row on the on their second possession, and then he's trotting off the field. I'm like, where is he going? I mean, why is the backup? He's the backup for a reason. Right. I mean, I mean, right. why is the why is that a, the rotation of Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard makes no sense to me. I right. I, and, I don't and, get that rotation at all. And you certainly should be. Able, I mean, I, I mean, you ought to be able to carry the ball more than two times in a row before you need a blow. I promise you, Emmett Smith would. I, I mean, you ain't taking him out of the game. Same way with Michael Irvin. You couldn't get him out of the football game. So, it, it's a different culture and and and, and something that right now is foreign to me what's going on with this team and here's the other thing guys you you say if they had Andy Dalton I, and, and we've talked about this before losing is contagious and, and just like winning is and right now I, I think it's they're in a very dangerous situation to where losing is becoming acceptable there's there's excuses there's things that can be said and then you, you know it, it becomes really something that you settle for well, and and now they uh, you know <laughs> they get to roll back home and and get ready for oh the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good luck with all that. Exactly right. And 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 if you're if you're Andy Dalton, do you want to come back and play <laughs> Pittsburgh? I mean, I'm asking. I hang would you want in that you got football it. game? No, I don't. If you're a competitor, you do. But you know, I, I get your point. But he's like, I hey, I got to hang now, Ben. You've got it another week, buddy. Uh, I don't know where – and, again, that's the perplexing thing of this. Where, where do they go? I mean, there's so – if you could say, okay, if they fix this and this, they're going to be pretty good. But it's fi- they've got to fix everything. 
Well, no, I mean, I, mean I don't know that one phase of the, of the game is any good. So, but, so that's the other thing is, is you know, the question was posed to me, well, you know, would you consider trading Cooper, Zeke, you know, Zach Martin? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I would consider doing whatever I could to get value and get multiple picks because right now this football team has multiple holes to fill and, and they're gaping. So whatever you need to do to get value, I, I would have no issue at all with doing that. We want to hear your opinions as well. You can uh, hit us on the CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660 or on the phone if you like at 254-662-1660. And that's exactly what Todd and Meridian has done. Hello, Todd. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. Man, I really, really enjoy how y'all break down the Cowboys. Stretch, you do a great, great job. I mean, I've been working really with you. And, and Tom, Tom is Tom does you do a great job too, Tom. But but uh, Stretch does a great job, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, but on the Cowboys, uh, way I'm I'm hoping the season goes out. And this is just as a fan, guys. Is that I think Cheeto is supposed to be coming back this week. I may be wrong. But I'm hoping the defense gets better, you know, where they're you know, they can make stops. They're competitive, but but uh, what I'm looking for now is a high draft pick, guys. That's just how it is. But with this offensive line the way it is, you're not you can put Superman back there, and, and nothing's going to happen. I don't think, but I may be wrong. No, I think I think you make a great point. I mean, when you see how many times Zeke gets hit behind the line of scrimmage right now. Um, you know, it is tough to gain yards in those situations. Uh, I, yes, they need draft picks. I'm like you. I, 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 if they're going to continue to play this 3-4 Mike Nolan scheme, I would hope that they would look to start to um, think about how they're going to line their draft board up. And obviously, you're going to get a top pick with, with where this team is right now. I don't care – what they do any different, and and it's almost to the point now where you don't want to see them tank in a situation for certain guys. But I'll tell you one thing: I'm I'm all for getting the best draft pick, and they need multiple draft picks. So I mean, that's a good call, and he, and, and the caller makes great points. All right, uh, three forty-four, sixteen away from four o'clock. We're going to take a minute here, and we're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You know, Pioneer has been serving Central Texas since nineteen. 19- 43. Think about that. Same family owned and operated business since 1943. Four generations of the uh, Emory family that uh, has been uh, taking care of people's uh, people's needs. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience and I promise you they get it done at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. The uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe is Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. And, you know, they uh, they carry all sizes of pipe from one-half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. Also, square tubing one-half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects, such as, well, when uh, when when Garrett and I make uh, make our deer stands for Mount uh, Rush Robinson, <laughs> we go to Pioneer Steel and Pipe to get our, to get our stuff. So, uh, basically... They're your one-stop shop for all your all your steel needs, and you know there's a lot of folks that are that are into barnuminiums right now, and they can help you if you're building a a metal building or a barnuminium and, and don't know how to get started. 
just call them up at Pioneer Steel and Pipe and say, hey, can you point me in the right direction? And they'll certainly get it done. 913 South Loop Drive in, at Orchard Lane and also down in the Bryan College Station area. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, half a day on Saturday. And you can always find them 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. Baylor football on the road this week headed to Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Bears, Cyclones, this Saturday from Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org and CUA Equal Housing Lender. Genco. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook. Ready to kick off as a first-time homebuyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. B&M Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian football. Before the game Friday night, stop by B&M Barbecue for all-you-can-eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs. Whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue, 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. 
Cowboys fall to 2-6 with a 23-9 loss to the Eagles last night. Ben DiNucci was 21 of 40, 180 yards, four sacks and two fumbles. Elliott could only come up with 63 yards rushing for the Cowboys. Up next, the undefeated Steelers come to town. TCU was able to jump out to an early lead on the Bears and end up with a win, 33-23. Baylor's now 1-3, TCU improves to 2-3. Texas got a top-10 win, beating number 6 Oklahoma State, 41-34. OK State fall to number 14, and Iowa State is up to 17. OU is up to 19, Texas in at 22. Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Georgia round out the top five. Tonight on Monday Night Football, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady are at the New York Football Giants. Kickoff at 7.15 on ESPN. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ten away from 4. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Tom, Stretch, and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We're talking some Cowboy football right now. Well, man, we're going to circle back around to the Cowboys here in just a couple of minutes, but we also want to get to some high school football from from over the weekend. And uh, there's also a game tonight as well as the La Vega Pirates will take on the Brownwood Lions tonight uh, over at Pirate Field. And now this is a... This is a non-district game between two members of the same district. Remember, earlier in the year, Brownwood, because of COVID and and the pandemic, they had to not only forfeit one, they had to forfeit two Mm -hmm. football games, one of those being to La Vega. So, obviously, that left both La Vega and Brownwood short as far as games so they they got permission from the UIL to say, hey, even though it's you know we're members of the same district, can we play as as a non-district football game? They said, sure, knock yourself out. So here we go. They're going to play tonight, guys. I mean, that's that's where we are in 2020. I just don't understand why they didn't Monday postpone night, it. high school Monday night football. I'm sorry, Garrett. Go no, ahead. You're good. I was just saying I don't understand why they didn't just postpone this game because it. If you're going to play it, why not like it, make it count? Well, I think it was simple. They wanted the kids to have as many opportunities to play football as they could, whether it counted in their district standings or not. Uh, they were all just going to be sitting around not doing anything this weekend. So uh, I, they, you know, and they've been on. They're on that five day rotation, so they had to play it on Monday. So, uh, and then I think they're off over the weekend uh, because of the way their district falls. So. You know, they were going to be a couple of weeks without a game going into by district play for, for La Vega. And, I th- and, again, I think it just gets down to, hey, these kids worked hard. They, they want to play football, and it's about playing football. So, uh, there you go. 352, eight in front of four. Now, stretch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to leave you hanging right there. I was just going to let it marinate for a second. It is all about playing football. It is all about giving these kids a chance. Because guess what? You only get – so many of those turns and I mean I you know think that just think about that guys I mean and I know you want to you want to turn turn and move on to something going a direction but golly fellas when you think about these guys only getting so many opportunities and then with those opportunities being taken away from them uh, you know hey in, in college ball these guys are getting another year eligibility right that's not happening in high school yeah, a senior, a senior in ninety nine point nine percent of those seniors are not playing at the next level. No. So they get to, you know, and if if you're not going to be a playoff team, you get ten chances. And a lot of in a lot of cases this year, they're getting seven, they're getting eight, they're getting six. I mean, it just depends. 
So if they can squeeze in a non-district game on a Monday night, I'm, I'm like, all, I'm all for it. Now, we want to also say congratulations to, uh, to Richard Guerrera. Guys, he went 10-0 in our Whataburger Pick'em Contest. Wow, good 10 job. 10-0. Gary, wow. would you mind sharing with uh, with 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 everybody what? Uh, oh, uh, I see. How, I see how this is going. Well, I told you you don't want to peak too early. Okay, so you're you're amped up because you went nine and one. I went nine and one stretch. Wow, that's uh, hey, that, 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 uh, you're tying it in. So you're 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 getting up there and you're it's getting fourth in that, quarter. You're, you're getting up there. You're doing some of your Zen exercises up there on Rush Robinson, and you're dialing into your football picks. So no, I don't take any Xanax. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't say a damn thing about Xanax. <laughs> I said getting up there on Rush Robinson and pressing your middle finger into your thumb and humming to yourself and starting to pick some of the games in the correct fashion. Oh, boy. All right. So, yeah. So, I'm just moving. And Guerrero, Richard Guerrero wins it uh, 10 and oh man. And wow, that that's was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we've had several undefeateds mm-hmm. th- uh, in this season. So, we had some terrific games played. Uh, over the, over the weekend, uh, Friday night, you you had uh, a heck of a game between McGregor and Cameron with the uh, with the uh, Bulldogs coming out on top in that one. Uh, how about Conley and China Spring going to overtime? First of all, Conley has to kick a field goal on the final play of the game to get to overtime. Then they they, they I think they both score an OT. Conley then decides, you know what? To heck with it. We're going for two. They're going for the win, not double overtime. And they get it, and they win it by one. And that's a heck of a win for Shane Anderson's team. Uh, and, again, that district has, you know, some really good football teams in it. We, we've talked about Salado, China Spring, and Conley all year long. Those three teams will go into the playoffs. Ch- uh, Salado will be the one seed, Conley the two seed, and China the three seed. But I promise you all three teams have a chance to play a lot of football uh, as they get ready for, for postseason play. They're all open this Friday night. That's how they – that's how they did it in their district. They moved, they moved everything up a week and and created an open date at the end of the year in case they needed it, but they don't. So they're going to get a week off and then they're going to go play. So we thought we'd catch up with Shane Anderson, the head coach of the Conley Cadets. We'll do that in about thirty minutes here on the program. But uh, Midway uh, gets a win uh, over Waco High in that crosstown rival. They had to come for thirteen down early to win that thing uh, over the uh, over the Waco line. So that was a heck of a game. What they score 63? It was 63, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Midway scores 63 after falling behind 13 to nothing. Uh and so we had some really really good football played over the weekend, fellas. <laughs> hey, sounds like some really good football games and I'm telling you something, Tom. I'm glad from a high school perspective, it, it, it almost feels like they're hitting their stride. A lot of these teams are hitting their stride to move into, you know, move into the level of saying, hey, man, it's, the, it's time to start thinking about the playoffs and how we're going to get our team positioned in the playoffs. Yeah, no question. And, again, it's still, you know, I, I'm sitting in one of those strange positions, and I'm sure most of the, the coaches and, and, and broadcast and everybody associated with 5A and 6A, uh, 1A through 4A is getting ready to go into by district in a week. I mean, there's one more regular season uh, one more regular Friday night of, of uh, the regular season, and then postseason starts in two weeks. But, man, we're just now really into the middle of the season for 5A and 6A. we got a long way to go uh, before we get to uh, to postseason. It's, it, it's, just, it's just strange. I mean, this whole thing has just been strange. It, I, 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 we, we get on here every week, and, and, we, and we say it, and about the time we feel like 
we've seen it all. You know, you know something else kind of kind of happens, and and uh, but but through it all, Tom, they figured out a way to keep fighting and playing these games, mm-hmm. and even even having a Monday night game for for uh, you know you know tonight for La Vega. Hey, if you, you got to do what you got to do to get them in and to give these kids these opportunities. Well, and speaking of which, uh, we will have the Crawford Pirate playoff games. Uh, here in in one of on one of our family uh, radio stations, it'll it'll in all likelihood we think we're gonna put that on Shooter ninety two point nine FM, and we'll have the Crawford Pirates uh, uh, as they get ready to, to make a run uh, starting in a couple of weeks. So be listening for Crawford Pirate playoff football coming up in a couple of weeks. Three fifty seven. We're uh, three minutes shy of four o'clock. Hour one coming to a screeching halt. We do appreciate uh, you being a part of the program. Here on this uh, on this uh, this Monday afternoon, our three o'clock hour has been brought to you by the good folks at CNC Collision Center. Hey! It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid 
with your house's lid. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Networks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes after four o'clock. This is game game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Garrett, Stretch, glad you're with us as we roll through this Monday afternoon, guys. We we uh, talked a little bit about some of the uh, the big games in college football, but let's let's talk about the Big Twelve. Oklahoma State in Texas, man, that was a uh, that's a terrific win for the Longhorns. You, 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 stretch, they 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 get the lead. Only to let Oklahoma State march right down the field. Almost, it felt like it was just almost uncontested. And they kicked the field goal to force overtime. And you're thinking, uh oh, at home, momentum, blah, you know, you know the drill. Sure. But Texas, I mean, they hung in there and they, they did what they needed to do to win the football game. And boy, that is a, first of all, it's a huge win for Tom Herman. But now what it does, it creates a loss, at least one loss for everybody in the conference. I mean, so you had Kansas State losing uh, on the road at West Virginia. It was, it, it was a day where, you know, this league is just an interesting league right now. I, and yeah. I don't know that there's really a really standout, really, really good football team in this league. Well, and, 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 and I go back to week one in the season when they got, you know, they got beat by three Sunbelt teams, you know, Iowa State. Kansas State, you know, get 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 beat, and so I, I think that uh, that is a huge win for Tom Herman. I mean, to be able to go on the road, beat a top ten team uh, in, in overtime when it felt like you know things were not really going your way. Uh, they they got multiple uh, PIs that that were down the field, but they were able to overcome, and I think that's something that 
he's been trying to do is kind of buck that culture a little bit of being able to say, hey, we can go get you can go we can go get a signature win on the road with this program. And so when you think about last week, uh, Quinn Ewers, who was a top junior quarterback at South Lake decommitting, they decommitted a receiver. Uh, they weren't able to even get or really get close to getting either one of the Brockermeyer boys after their both their you know both their parents went to went to school at Texas. It it has been a, a tough recruiting year for Tom Herman, and he needed something to stem the tide and the momentum for for what's going on at Texas. And so to be able to go get a win, you know, Oklahoma State had their starter back at quarterback, and to be able to go get that win. Yeah, you know, and, and, and still he, he threw Sanders, he threw for 400 yards, but they were able to get a win and get a win in, a, in what I felt like was a pretty, uh, a really competitive football game and, and, and get over the hump, you know, get over where you, you're not leaving a place feeling sick at your stomach and, you know, you're worried about who's going to stand around or if the eyes of Texas are or aren't going to be played. Uh, you didn't have to see Sam Ellinger really put the team on his shoulders. I mean, I, he made some unbelievable – he threw three touchdowns and, and made some unbelievable plays, but he didn't have to run all over the place. They weren't running quarterback power, quarterback counter, quarterback draw. I mean, they were doing some things that that looked and felt like something that – you know, that Tom Herman wants to do offensively. So good for the University of Texas and and good for, and, and a good win at a very probably very critical time where, you know, his seat was fixing to get really hot, and now you win a game like this and you can push him back a little bit. Can you, if you go lose to, to West Virginia next week, what does that win at Oklahoma State do if you don't follow it up with a win against West Virginia? Probably nothing, but, but, but you got to start somewhere. I mean, you have to – and again – it's a signature win, uh, and, and yeah, he's got. They've got to go. They've got to go to West Virginia, and that'll be a tough place. And you know, everybody knows it's hard to go to Morgantown and win, but I think absolutely they can. And just like you know, we've said it a million times, just like losing is contagious, so is winning. So you got to hope that right now you got to hope that you know if you're a University of Texas fan that uh, he can get this thing back on the tracks and get it on a roll. And when you can get a win like this. That sure helps you. Iowa State, uh, they did what they were supposed to do. You're supposed to beat Kansas. They went and did that 52-22. And Oklahoma went to uh, to Jones Stadium, and, boy, they just shellacked Texas Tech, hanging 62 on them. So, uh just just another Saturday in the Big 12. I, you know, the game that was surprising to me, though, was West Virginia thumping Kansas State. Mm-hmm. I mean, that At was, home. Yeah, that was – I mean, I, I – you know, I – Again, from a handicapping standpoint, I can't say anybody could have could have seen that coming. But I mean, that would that that game was a butt whipping. So, uh, I, you know, going to tell you we go back to Texas, talking about Texas going into Morgantown. Who's who's going to have a letdown off off of two big victories? Is it going to be West Virginia? Or is it going to be Texas? Well, you mentioned it was a butt whipping, but again, Kansas State's four and two now on the year, and West Virginia's four and two on the year. They just just going about their business over there uh, in Morgantown. So uh, it's, it's a good win for West Virginia. No question about it. No, good win. And, and, and it tight, like you said, it tightens things up in the league. I mean, now you got Oklahoma with two losses. 
Texas with two losses, Iowa State with two losses, West Virginia with two losses. Kansas we got a long State. way to go too. Yeah, that's yeah. a long way. That's to what go. I'm saying. Could you see? Could you see the winner of our league with three losses? And I think it's very reasonable to, I, I to mean, see I don't that. Think it's out, I don't think it's out of the. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all. And and uh, is that a good or a bad thing? If you, if you wanted one of those teams in the college football playoff, it's a bad thing. Otherwise, yeah, everybody's well, got a chance and it's wide open. I don't think Oklahoma loses another game, though. I, I really don't. I, I feel like the Sooners have finally found their rhythm. I think that early on you had the issues with Spencer Rattler coming in as a true freshman. He was trying to get adapted to the game. When you look at their schedule, they played all of their tougher opponents up front. They were a front-loaded schedule. And, and right now I think really the Sooners can kind of coast towards the end. I mean, they'll get pushed maybe in Bedlam, but I really feel like uh, that kind of has lost their, its luster with uh, Oklahoma State. And when you look at the chemistry between Spencer Rattler and Marvin Mims Jr., it's second to none. And I really feel like they're really dangerous right now. Well, and hey, and you might be right. I mean, I saw some things that I hadn't seen out of Oklahoma in a while, and that's that's called the other side of the ball, playing mm-hmm. a little better defensively. So, you know, maybe Oklahoma can get on a run and see if they can, you know, see if they can become relevant again. Well, is it Oklahoma and Oklahoma State? For Bedlam two in the conference championship game, or is it Texas, or who, or is it Kansas State, is it Iowa State? You've got Oklahoma in the game, right? right. I, I do. So, yeah. So who do they, who do they tee it up against? Man, that, that's the thing. I, at this point, I don't know. I feel like they have started to separate themselves from everybody else, it, it, slowly but surely. TCU, as we mentioned, uh, comes to Waco and, and beats Baylor, and obviously a a very very slow start for the Bears. And Coach Dave Aranda was was asked about uh the start that the bears got off to in the game saturday you know i think it's been um it's been indicative uh so far this year unfortunately and it's something that we've um have attempted to address apparent you know not well enough um i think you know practices meetings you look at the um the time there in the hotel the friday prep and the saturday morning prep um, there's just a momentum that you felt. And, um, you know, I think in, we're, we're going to look at just how early we're getting to the stadium. We're going to look at um, the time on feet. We're going to look at everything. And, um, you know, I think um, we, we were looking at some maybe some more technical things. I think we need to expand that. And, you know, it's certainly on me. So, so Glenn, I obviously – Dave Aranda is talking about uh, just basically reviewing everything about game day. I mean, is that is that where you go when when you have some issues like this, where you're you're really not getting off to the start that you need to to be in a football game? Yeah, I, I mean, from a from a quality control standpoint, you got to look at everything. I mean, you got to look at everything that you're doing, everything from you know you know when you feed the guys to uh, like he said uh, how much are you on your feet how long are you at the hotel do you need to get out of the hotel a little earlier do you need to get stadium a little earlier the, you know all those things you start questioning because anytime your team comes out as flat a- a- as Baylor came out Saturday uh, you know you can't expect the head coach to give some kind of win one for the Gipper speech every Saturday i mean you got to have guys that are mature enough and team leadership that will, you know, kind of challenges the players, gets guys going, and uh, I, I'm sure it's something that Coach Aranda, like he said, they're going to they're look at everything, I'm, I, and I'm sure that, you know, you look at what's going on at LSU. I mean, Ed Orgeron, they're looking at everything. They're look, they're looking at, 
everything from who's calling the defensive plays to the offensive plays to what we're doing and how we're doing it. And, and I, I really do believe that that's one of those quality control issues that that's why you hire, you know, guys that are analysts that can come in and can give you some different thoughts, give you some different ideas, and maybe open your eyes to a few different, you know, to a few different ways of doing things and then trying to get your team in a comfort level to where, you know, obviously their motor is running and you can get them going at the right time. Thanks for bringing up LSU. I really appreciate that salt in the wound. <laughs> Bottom line, I mean, and all of those things make sense, but I'll tell you what else makes sense when you're when you're getting ready to play football. There's some individual accountability. You you've you've every person, whether you're a coach, a manager, a trainer, or a player, you got to get yourself ready to go. Uh, there, there's some personal accountability in there as well. No question, and and and, and that's what I'm saying. So. I'm sure that he's going to be meeting with the team captains and getting their feedback. Hey guys, what, what, you know what 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 do we need to do? What are we, you know, is it the Friday practice? Is it the Saturday at the hotel? I mean, all of those things you've got to find the sweet spot for for your team to fit in. And I don't I don't think every team is necessarily has to be the exact same way. Everything from when you get the bus, you know, when the buses get there and what time you get to the stadium to all the things you go through. So I think it is something that, that, that you know, everybody's going to have to do and, you know, and everybody's going to have to take that quality control stance of saying what can we do to, you know, to, to, to get our team to, to, to run it at the highest level. That was one of the things that we were talking about Saturday in the press box. Uh, uh, Ward White and I, we were discussing just the little things, you know, that, that they're not accustomed to in the rhythm because every coaching staff handles things differently, like travel, like leaving the hotel, like team meetings, like pregame meal, all that stuff. It's all, you know, everybody does it a little differently. And, and so this is all still kind of new to them, even though that was their, what, their fifth game or whatever. Uh, it, it still is kind of new to them. And then you've had the, uh, we're actually the fourth game, but uh, uh it's just and you had the two weeks off. So I mean, there's no there's no rhythm there, but they've got to figure it out. I mean, that's the bottom line. He, he coach Aranda was also asked whether he felt like his team was making progress or whether they were actually digressing. You know, I look at myself first, and the account accountability just for me to do better is um, is certainly there, and it's um it's something that um, you know I promised to them that I would. But then I think, you know, when you walk around the locker room, though, you see guys that um, are bringing up the positives and and working to find stuff to build on. I think it just speaks to the culture here. And uh, we'll, we'll, we will build off those positives. But, you know, when we have our Tell the Truth Sunday, we are going to dive into what went, what went wrong, right, um, the mechanics of it, break it down so that we can build it back up and make it right. So again, they're they're looking at every aspect of this thing. Stretch, yeah, and, and I, I like what he said. That what did they say to tell the truth Sunday? I mean, coaches being able to point to guys if 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 guys aren't given, you know, the effort. Guy, you know, some coaches challenging guys, guys challenging themselves, teammates becoming accountable to one another and understanding what, you know, what it means to be a team, and then you know holding holding those guys accountable. It's it's. It's all goes with having a new staff. It all goes with having new guys in there, hearing new voices, and listening to new things. And I'm sure everybody from Charlie Brewer on down is trying to understand exactly, 
you know, what these coaches are expecting and, 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 and what they, you know, what they want and how they want it done. And at the same time, I'm sure the coaches are, under, you know, trying to understand these players and understand what, you know, what makes them tick and what makes them go. You know, and we talked about uh, – what the Bears were able to do in the second half. They were able to put up 16 points. They were able to limit TCU to three. And, and uh, you, we, we recognize that TCU may not have had their, you know, their, their motor running. But, hey, uh, it's whatever, whatever you get is whatever you get. I mean, whatever you put in. He was also asked why he thought that they were able to, to kind of generate some offense and also get some stops in the, in the second half. <laughs> This is the Spectrum Big 12. Well, so, I'm not sure what that was. That certainly wasn't Coach I, Aranda. <laughs> so, anyway. No, but, uh, Tom, think about it. I mean, how, how you know, you're, 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 you're down, you're, you're, you're down like they were down, and you just wanted to see, I mean, and I'm talking about the where Baylor was Saturday. I mean, you're just wanting to see something positive happen. You're wanting to see a drive put together. You're wanting to see some points put on the board. So, you know what, you, you I'm sure he's going to challenge his team in those simple ways in the same way, you know, maybe he wants his team to kind of challenge them and, and, and the accountability for what they're doing and how they're calling plays and how maybe, you know, they want, they want to be more aggressive in certain parts of the game. And so I, it, it's all about communicating and it's all about putting it, you know, putting it together and coming together as one. All right, so that's, uh, that's kind of what happened in the league over the weekend. And, and again, uh, your winners were Texas, West Virginia, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and TCU. And we'll do it again coming up on Saturdays. The Bears will travel to Ames to take on Iowa State. That's a 6 p.m. kickoff. It'll be nice and warm uh, in Ames, Iowa, Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. <laughs> Far what you, what you got to hope is that the wind is not blowing about Mach 3, and then you can just kind of get through it. But it ain't going to be warm, I can promise you that. 4 o'clock broadcast time right here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight. Another very cool night as low temperatures fall to 42 degrees. Tomorrow for Election Day, it'll be mostly sunny. It should be a gorgeous day. No weather problems, hardly any wind. Again, with not a cloud around, we'll top out at 75 degrees. And mostly sunny on Wednesday, just a little bit warmer with a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bryce Petty, our guest, former Baylor quarterback. And it's fun to, you know, anytime Baylor TCU rolls around, uh, we think about this game. How often does that come up uh, in conversations for you? Yeah, it actually it actually comes up quite a bit. You know, we're doing some doing some work in Dallas, so we always have uh, you know the occasional frog that comes up. And um, I actually <laughs> it was pretty funny. I had a, had a guy that I met the other day that said that his boss. Uh, when he created his email, he went ahead and put his password as sixty one fifty eight. That's great. Uh, you know, it, it definitely it's definitely a a pretty big rivalry around around Dallas. So it's, it's fun to fun to uh, reminisce and be a part of. That's funny, especially with you being in the Metroplex. I'm sure you run into frogs uh, quite often. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of friends. <laughs> Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from nine to ten a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, November 14th and Sunday, November 15th. Bell County Expo Center, The Real Texas Gun Show, the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, hunting gear, camping gear, fishing gear, collectibles, and so much more. Social distancing will be enforced, a temperature check at the door. Head on down to The Real Texas Gun Show, November 14th from 9 to 5, and November 15th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. Every Texan knows that costs like health care and property taxes are through the roof. But Brad Buckley, he's bought by the big corporations. He's voted repeatedly to give payday lenders special protections, even while they prey on soldiers and veterans like me. And Brad Buckley took more than $17,000 from health care and insurance companies, then voted to gut protections for people with pre-existing conditions. I'm glad there's a better choice. Kiki Williams comes from a military family and knows the value of service. As an Army captain, Kiki Williams oversaw thousands of soldiers under her command. She never asked whether they were Democrats or Republicans. She got them what they needed. Now, Kiki Williams is running for the Texas House. In Austin, she'll fight for better education, good jobs, and affordable health care for all Texans. Kiki Williams political ad paid for by House Democratic Campaign Committee. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Four twenty-two on a Monday afternoon. This is game time with Tom and Glenn and Garrett. We're glad you're with us, uh, Glenn. Uh, Danucci uh, with the with his first start last night threw it forty times in the football game. That's twenty-one of forty in the football game last Ooh. night. And 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 let me tell you, it was should have been. I counted at least four picks that weren't made. It was, yeah, not not a good night for him. I, I was, it's painful to watch him throw the ball. That throwing motion, I was, I, I just guys, I was not impressed by the job that he did. And 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 uh, did I they know ask him to do too much? Go ahead. Did they ask him to do too much? I, I mean, not initially. They didn't. I mean, they just wanted him to go manage the football game. But I mean, it was. Guys, that that anytime you have to you have to come in and you've got a full week of practice and it was just one week, I, I, I get that. You've got to be able to understand uh, where the blitzes are coming from. I mean, I didn't think Jim Schwartz heated him up at all and the times he did he got there. So yeah, you know, I, I didn't think he ever settled his feet. He was really uncomfortable. It was it was a hard watch for me to watch 
to, to, to watch that young man play. Do you think he would have done any better if he would have if we would have had a preseason games and he would have got some reps? Because I mean, he just got thrown to the wolves and he, you know, he hadn't seen any action before until that moment. No, I I, I think obviously a preseason would have done him a, a bunch of good, but he didn't he didn't you know we're, he he didn't get he didn't get to have that. So that's that's one of those things where you just you just shake your head and you think hopefully you know you, you don't have to play him again but i just i don't know that andy dalton is going to be ready to come back next week and so with with that being said i'm not sure that i wouldn't start you know maybe even thinking about they signed garrett gilbert mm-hmm. uh, maybe you know maybe giving him some you know equal equal reps in practice so that uh so that they can at least get somebody who can put the ball in tight windows i I, I, you know, watching him put his hand under that football and seeing that throwing motion. Throwing the football is all about being able to control the nose of the football and driving the nose into windows in, in, in the defense and understanding what defenses are doing and being able to throw guys open. And with that throwing motion, I don't ever see that happening with this young man. And so I just think he's he's a long way away from – what you want, and, 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 and I think being able to even function in, in an NFL game. Well, and that's kind of where I was, I was talking about. Uh, he was, you know, with, with boots and wow. I, I thought, I honestly thought, Glenn, that they would run the ball like they did. And, 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 and come on now, uh, Zeke had 19 carries, uh, and, and Pollard had, I don't know, seven or eight, whatever it was. Uh, he had seven. So, you know, between your, your two tailbacks or eyebacks, whatever, they had 26 carries. But I, I thought that his 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 passing game would be in the shotgun, catch and throw. You know, the little quick slant, the little quick out. Nothing. I didn't think they'd ask him to do much at all. Uh, but they did. I mean, they asked him to. You know, they asked him to run bootlegs and and, and you know they all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, you got it. And 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 that's what I'm saying, Tom. I mean, NFL teams and NFL defenses can can literally you know, tighten the screws on you. And when I say that, I'm talking about bring those corners down. I'm talking about bring those safeties up. They're not going to let you throw a bunch of quick game stuff. So you have to be able to push the ball down the field in order to get them on their heels a little bit, in order to get them to back up. You know, as a receiver, a tight end, I mean, anybody to create separation in the NFL, you got to get to that guy's toes. And so you've got to get to him in order to get away from him and create that separation. And if you think you're just going to go out there and be able to throw hitches and slants and and, and little fades, uh, you got no chance. So I had no problem with, you know, them trying to get him out on the edge. I have a problem with I think his throwing motion is is really bad, and I think he is years away from being able to, you know, maybe correct that and get up on top of the football and be able to drive the nose of the football in those windows. It's It's – I, you know, I, I I shared a picture with you, Tom, and uh, uh, I sent it to you on your phone. And I mean, just to look at it, it looks like when he's throwing the football, he's holding the damn tray of drinks. I mean, it's <laughs> it's his hands all the way under the ball. It's just it, it's it's hard to watch. And and I'm gonna tell you, with a team like Pittsburgh coming in here, and a safety like Minka Fitzpatrick, and the things that they can do, uh, the Steelers can do. Holy cow! It, it could get. It could get nasty early for the Cowboys if they have to play him another week. All right, uh, 427 coming up next. We're going to switch gears, talk some high school football. We'll do that with Shane Anderson, the head coach of the Conning Cadets. That's next here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. 
Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. Skilled trade workers are the backbone of every community and also the Army National Guard. Soldiers trained to keep the power flowing, engines running, and in every other trade needed to accomplish the mission. These soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit Adam Goldenberg. Benchmark.us. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Baylor got off to another slow start on Saturday against TCU and found themselves down 30 to 7 at halftime. Coach Aranda talked about the need to create an attack mode mindset at the beginning of games earlier today. You know, we've been down and there's been the there's been kind of the need to go fast. And I think when you're down, it gives it like, hey, we're already down. And then when you're going fast, there is, there is, you know, as mentioned earlier, was that frantic pace. And so um, we have to build, uh, to build a mindset to start the game that we're in attack mode. Tonight, number 10, La Vega will host Brownwood at Willie Williams Stadium for their final regular season game of the year. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time to talk high school football. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. A little Monday night football, huh? LaVega and Brownwood wrapping up the season. We're uh, joined now by the head coach of the Conley Cadets, Coach Shane Anderson, whose team was, boy, just another uh, another knockdown drag out in 9-4-8-D-2 Friday night, Coach. Uh, what a terrific game. Yeah, it was, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, like you said, it was uh, definitely a, a wild one over there in China Spring Friday night, but uh, – Luckily, the cadets came out on top and uh, just getting ready for the playoffs now. Talk a little bit about some of the things that uh, your team could take away from that that that, that win. You, you had to kick a field goal on the final play of the game just to get it to overtime, and I mean that's a heck of a that's a heck of a starting place right there in, in your uh, in, in the development of your football team. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I think the first thing we you know you want to take away is just the resiliency of our players and our coaches. Uh, you know, getting down 24 to seven and, and not giving up, and you know they they ran a fake punt on us and converted it, and then went in and punched it in to to make it 24 seven. So that could have took the wind out of our sails, and uh, you know our kids kept fighting and, and kept believing. And next thing you know, we're going down there to kick that field goal, like you said, to send it to overtime. In overtime, you elected to to go ahead and go for two, and and uh, and obviously it worked out in your favor. Yeah, it did. You know, we uh, we won the toss, so we played defense first. And I told the coaches on the headset, I said, hey, if, if they score and uh, and then we score, I said, we're going to go for the win. I said, is everybody good with that? And they said, yep, we're good. And then uh, saved our timeout uh, for that two-point conversion and called a timeout and then double-checked with our seniors and the guys in the huddle. And I told those 11 kids in the huddle, I said, guys, we're going for it. We're all in this together. If we get it, we're going to party. If we don't get it, we're all going to be in the same boat. We're not, nobody's going to be pointing fingers. Y'all good? We're going for it. And they said, yes, sir. So that's what we did. Hey, talk about Wisner's uh, football game. Obviously, he had a terrific game with 124 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, Trey Wisner's a special, special talent. I mean, I, I've coached I've coached a few of those kids uh, in my career, but, you know, he, he ranks up there with the Ahmad Dixons and the O'Ryan Stewarts of the world. He uh, – he definitely will be playing in a Power Five conference, uh, you know, in a few years. And with him be just being a sophomore, you know, man, he's got a huge upside. And, and uh, you know, we got to keep him healthy and make sure that he keeps doing what he's been doing for us. Coach, your team seems like they've been playing with an extra sense of edge since you made the decision to go back to KV on at quarterback. Could you talk about that decision a little bit? Well, you know, uh, like I told people all along, KG did it uh, – he did it 13 times last year and won 12 of them. Uh, you know, I got all the confidence in the world in KG doing whatever we need him to do, whatever position we put him in. Uh, you know, I think he's one of the best football players in the area, uh, can play any position on the field. And, uh, you know, like I said, our kids rally around him. The kids believe in him. Uh, you know, just like that two-point play, you know, he he bobbled a snap, but he didn't flinch. He picked the ball up, made somebody miss, and then, you know, just makes plays. And that's what he does. That's what he's done for four years for us. And like I said, hopefully he continues to do. You you you, uh, you play terrific competition. You played uh, La Vega nine district, but in, in this district thing with with Salado and China Spring, all three of those teams, your team in, in China and, and Salado, everybody I think – uh, those top three teams really has a chance to to play deep into the playoffs. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, you know, I think all three of us, along with uh, Carthage, Jasper, and West Orange Stark, are probably the the top six 
six teams, you know, going into the bracket. And, uh, you know, I look for uh, one of those six to come out of it. And, uh, you know, obviously Carthage has the pedigree that they have. But, uh, you know, I think uh, we wanted to win a district championship. Uh, we, we came up five points short to Salado. But in hindsight, I think we got the best draw that you could get. Uh, you know, uh, Salado would, would draw Carthage in the third round, and we wouldn't see Carthage until the fourth. So you know we're gonna we're gonna count our blessings there, and uh, you know just try to try to keep this train on the tracks, and try to keep getting better each and every week, and be playing our best football here in the next w- week or so. Do you have an idea right now of who y'all are gonna see the first round, or is, will that come uh, be clear after this week? Uh, we will play the winner of Friday night's game between Center and Rusk. They play over in Center Friday night. We play the winner of that game. Salado will play the loser of that game. And uh, we will play that game on November the 12th, which is a Thursday at 7 p.m. in Madisonville. Okay. All right. There you go. So how do you handle this week? It's an open week for everybody in the league. You guys did that in case you had some COVID situations. You didn't, so you were able to play. So uh, how do you handle this week? Uh, You're basically an open week. Yeah, you know, we – this morning, you know, we practice in the mornings, and so uh, we brought the kids in this morning. We uh, did our awards and, and talked about Friday night and talked about what's in front of us as far as the bracket sets up, uh, you know, what our vision is as a football team, where we want to get to. You know, our goal right now is to do everything we can to get to December. And, uh, you know, that that's in the classroom, outside of school. Uh, I told them, I said, you have my word as the head coach. I will do everything I can to make sure – you kids and, and you coaches get to get the opportunity to play in December. And so and I expect them to do the same as a player and as an assistant coach. And so that's really our focus right now is what our vision is and where we want to be. And then we will practice Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then Friday we'll give the kids off. Uh, there's a handful of us on a going to get in the car and go to center and, and watch that game uh, Friday night over in center. And then we'll be back at work this weekend uh, getting a game plan together for either center or Rusk. All right, Shane. Hey, man, uh, again, congratulations. Heck of a win Friday night uh, for your football team, and we wish you uh, continued success going into the playoffs. Hey, thank you, guys. Thanks for all y'all do. Hey, we'll see you soon. That's Shane Anderson, the head coach of the uh, Conley Cadets, as they get the win in a wild one. And I do mean wild one, fellas. Uh, As he pointed out, I think they were down 24-7. to just to get that puppy. And then they have to kick a, I believe it was a 35 or 36-yard field goal to get to overtime. And, and then they win it in overtime. I love how he talked about going for two yep. and listening to his players and letting guys have a feel back. I mean, that's that's always fun on game night. You're, you're trying to put your finger on the pulse of your players, and they're kind of looking at you to kind of be the leader. So fun and fun to talk to these guys. I, I, I love every week, and, and I love every day when we get an opportunity to talk to these Texas high school football coaches. Each of them kind of say the same thing, but they bring, a little, they bring it in a little different message. It's dang fun to talk to those guys. Well, I was – the things that his team got out of that game, they they got more than a win. They got some They got some knowledge. That, hey, we not that we want to, but we know that we can come from behind against a good football team. They were down 24-7. to seven. Mm-hmm. We know that we've got we got special we've got special team players that can step up when the game's on the line. They, they need a field goal from 35 or 36 yards to get the game to overtime. We know once we're in overtime, even if we give up a score, we still got the ability to go move the football and put it in the end zone. I thought they came away with a lot of information about about, I mean, maybe they had all that info, but it was certainly, uh, uh, you know, they, it certainly came to the forefront Friday night against a really good China Spring team.
4.40, 20 away from 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up, we will get into some more Cowboy talk, and we'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Baylor got off to another slow start on Saturday against TCU and found themselves down 30 to 7 at halftime. Coach Aranda talked about the need to create an attack mode mindset at the beginning of games earlier today. You know, we've been down and there's been the there's been kind of the need to go fast. And I think when you're down, it gives it like, hey, we're already down. And then when you're going fast, there is, there is, you know, as mentioned earlier, was that frantic pace. And so um, we have to build, to build a mindset to start the game that we're in attack mode. Tonight, number 10, La Vega will host Brownwood at Willie Williams Stadium for their final regular season game of the year. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. in front of 5 o'clock. Just about ready to wrap up a Monday. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Uh, We're going to talk some more Cowboy football as the uh, Cowboys lose to the Eagles 23-7, or 23-9 rather. The Cowboys with nine field goals in the football game. But one of the things that that they set out to do, apparently Stretch has run the football, and they ran the football. I mean, they – uh, they had, what, 26 carries between Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard and between the two over 100 yards. They had one drive, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I think they ran it eight straight times, was moving the football down the yeah. field, and then they, for some unknown reason, switched gears and uh, and went to some little trickeration play, and that cost them. Yeah, they had they, they had opportunities to to do some things, and I'm talking about from a point perspective. They, they just were able to kick – like you said, kick the three field goals. But, you know, they, they moved the ball okay with a third-string quarterback. I mean, I, it wasn't one of those things where, I, you know, I really thought going into the game they might get throttled. I mean, I really did. I thought there's no way they're going to move the football at all against these guys. But they were able to kind of, you know, do some things. I thought Zach Martin really helped getting him back and, and, and allowing him to work with Biotis, who is, you know, the center that's taken over for Looney. Connor Williams back in there. Now, this is the offensive line you're going to see for the rest of the year. So, them being able to work together as a group, uh, you know, I thought they did some okay things last night. I think I thought they pre- protected okay. I mean, there's nothing much you can do. You can only you can only pick up five when you've got five down linemen. And, that you know, when, when you get in blitz situations, it, it was really one of the, a thing last night where, you know, when – when that when Philadelphia did and Jim Schwartz did decide to bring it, I mean they were able to get there, uh, but but I didn't think it was bust by the by the offensive line. So, you know, when you really look at the football game overall, I thought they had every opportunity to win the football game. Now you can say that, you know, Carson Wentz played horribly, turned the ball over, and he did, and he gave them. You know, they had some unfortunate penalties and those kind of things. But overall, I thought the Cowboys you know, did okay in the offensive front and did okay running the football. They just they just didn't have what it took to, you know, to be able to to have a quarterback who could put the ball in tight windows and press the ball down the field. And anytime they condense the field like that and they can just basically say, hey, we're not concerned that you're going to throw it over the top of us, you know, it, it, it makes for a long night. But, you know, I mean, at halftime, I, I thought that this team actually may have a shot to win this football game and then – you know they, they they just couldn't get anything couldn't get anything going and couldn't really get much out of the quarterback and 
And, any, you know, again, we've talked about this a hundred times, guys. When NFL teams want to stop you from running the football, they'll stop you from running the football because they can put more guys in there than you can block, and that's exactly what they did last night. Fair or unfair, uh, Danucci, I thought, at times held the ball too long. And, and uh, you know, and that's just the inexperience of playing that position at that level. Correct. I mean, it, it would be me – you know, like me telling you, why don't you go, you know, let, let's go down to Austin. I'm going to put you in one of those Formula One race cars. You've never been in one before. you got no idea. And I want you to finish in the top 20. I mean, you got no idea. You don't understand the speed of the game. You don't understand how guys are coming at you. And it can't be replicated. They can show it to him on film. They can show it to him on practice. But ultimately, it's not going to be the speed for which it's going to come at you. And you hear quarterbacks all the time use the term, well, the game is starting to slow down for you. Yeah, they're, it's slowing down for you because you're seeing things faster, your eyes are trained, and you're more apt to be able to, you know, get rid of the football in certain situations. It only comes from being able to play. So with no preseason and no chance for this young man to have seen, you know, any kind of, you know, full speed uh, looks and, 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 and a chance to be able to get rid of the football, he held the football two times. He put it down below his waist. It gets stripped out. All those things you've got to work on and all those things you've got to see in game situations if you expect to be able to, you know, go in there and, 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 and win a football game. Guys, it's hard to win in the NFL, and especially with a third-string quarterback. Dalton's in uh, concussion protocol. Do, do any of us see him taking snaps on Sunday? I mean, I personally, guys, I don't. I mean, I just – I think that – that, that was such a, a, a violent hit. It's, it's just been one week. I mean, I, I at least see him out two weeks and, and, and maybe longer. And then the question becomes, does he really want to play? That, 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 would be my, that would be my question to him. Do you really want to play? I mean, you got young kids. I mean, you, t- you take another shot, you know, where you, where you really get rattled. And think about it, guys. It's your brain in there that, you know, and, and there's fluid in there between that skull. And, I mean, when you get rattled and you get concussed, I mean, it takes some time to be able to come back from that. It's not one of those things where you can just come back from it. And there's only so many of those, you know, so many of those shots that you can take. So, I, you know, I don't see him coming back Sunday. And I, I'm not sure that, that you know, I'll, I, I ever see him coming back just because, uh, of the risk reward for what could really happen here. Yeah, I don't see him coming back Sunday either. And honestly, I feel like when he's in the pocket with this all this offense this offensive line is so bad. He's just he's not mobile enough to get away from, you know, blitzes and I feel like while Danucci is, you know, still trying to figure out the game, he's mobile and can kind of make things happen. Well, I, they had some runs for yeah. him, yeah. So I, I kind of feel better about that if I'm a Cowboys fan, but yeah, now you kind of caught me off guard there, Stretch, saying that you know you might not see him back this year. You know, I wasn't expecting that, but you know, you do make a good point when you're looking at your health. That that's the most important thing. Well, and again, guys, let's think about it. I mean, here's a guy that's got young kids, he's played in the league long enough, he's got plenty of money. I'm, I'm, I mean, he sold his house. I think two weeks ago, finally sold his house back in Cincinnati. He's moved his family back down here. Uh, you know, I'm, and I'm just thinking out loud, you, you know, anytime you take a shot like that, it really, it really makes you reflect on, on a lot of different things. And, and, you know, we've seen the unfortunate side of, you know, what these concussions mm-hmm. can do and, and, and all the things that go along with that. And the NFL's done a great job with, you know, with all the heads up football, I think football, you know, I think helmet companies are doing a better job with their technology 
in, in what they can do now as far as being able to protect these guys. But, fellas, when you take as nasty and, and vicious a shot as he took a week ago, I'm telling you, it makes you reevaluate a lot of different things. All right, uh, it's 4.51, not in front of 5 o'clock. Does uh, the other member of the NFC East, the Giants, are playing tonight against Tampa, do they have a chance? Anybody giving them a chance at all? Nope. No, I don't. I don't think so either. I, I guys, I'm, I'm. I'm telling you right now, this is, this, this is a division that literally, uh, you, you could. I mean, five wins and one tie, <laughs> I, I think is going to win the division. That's. I mean, think about it. Five, ten, and one, and you're going to host a home, <laughs> a home playoff game. I mean, it's. That's the reality of it, but, I, you know, I no, I don't think the Giants – I mean, I, I don't think any of these teams are any good. I don't think Philadelphia's very good. I don't think Washington's very good. I don't think the Giants are very good. And, I, and obviously, you know, the Cowboys are, 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 are in disarray right now. So, no, I, I don't think that, you know, playing Tom Brady and a team that looks like, you know, they, they just signed Brown. I mean, they're, they're going to be they're going to be trying to cut it loose and get their – you know, really get their their timing down offensively. No, I think this is, I think this could be a a, a real butt whipping tonight. Four fifty two. This is uh, game time. Stay with us. It is time now for the uh, cowboy update. Here's Christy Scales. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas played better, but not good enough, dropping another road game. This time in Philly, twenty three to nine. Details after this. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. The Cowboys defense played its best game of the year, creating four takeaways, but the Cowboy offense behind rookie third-string quarterback Ben DiNucci making his first NFL start couldn't hold up their end of the bargain in the Cowboys' 23-9 road loss at the Eagles. Kicker Greg Zerline kicked three long field goals to give the Cowboys a 9-7 halftime lead, but the Eagles scored 16 unanswered points in the second half, including a defensive score on a 53-yard return of DiNucci's second fumble of the game. Post-game, DiNucci fell on the sword for the key turnovers. Responsive we were in the game, field position, all that stuff. You can't, can't really have that, so that's not me. I got to do a better job of taking care of the ball. The Cowboy record is now an abysmal two and six, and for the first time in team history, they've gone two consecutive games without scoring a touchdown. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more of Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and at CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. Every Texan knows that costs like health care and property taxes are through the roof. But Brad Buckley, he's bought by the big corporations. He's voted repeatedly to give payday lenders special protections, even while they prey on soldiers and veterans like me. And Brad Buckley took more than $17,000 from health care and insurance companies, then voted to gut protections for people with pre-existing conditions. I'm glad there's a better choice. Kiki Williams comes from a military family and knows the value of service. As an Army captain, Kiki Williams oversaw thousands of soldiers under her command. She never asked whether they were Democrats or Republicans. She got them what they needed. Now, Kiki Williams is running for the Texas House. In Austin, she'll fight for better education, good jobs, and affordable health care for all Texans. Kiki Williams political ad paid for by House Democratic Campaign Committee. Waco! Don't miss the 2020 PBR Unleash the Beast World Finals at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, November 12th through the 15th. The professional bull riders trade the lights of Vegas for its historic World Finals appearance. Deep in the heart of Texas, come be a part of history in the making in a safe, socially distant environment and experience the PBR's richest and most coveted event. Limited tickets are available at PBR.com, ATTStadium.com, and SeatGeek.com. B&M Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian football. Before the game Friday night, stop by B&M Barbecue for all-you-can-eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs. Whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue. 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. Hey! Hey! 
It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flair of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome into the third and final hour of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 5 o'clock hour is brought to you by Corio Health, where you always feel at home. We've got uh, plenty to get to here in the uh, in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk some more NFL football. We'll get back into the college football game and, and uh, look ahead to tonight's Monday night football game. There's all kinds of fun stuff going on uh, here on this, uh, this Monday afternoon drive to the house. All right, uh, let's... Uh, Let's begin. Anything strange, uh, score-wise, result-wise, in the NFL yesterday, guys? I think for me, Dalvin Cook's breakout performance. I mean, Stretch, you've been talking about the Vikings all year, and you know how they haven't lived up to your expectations and what you thought they could do. And out of nowhere, man, Dalvin Cook had a hell of a game yesterday. You know, and I really thought, and I agree with you, Garrett. I really thought. As I watched that football game, I started thinking, is this going to be one of those one-win teams that's going to come out of nowhere, they're going to get in the playoffs, and and, and they're going to do some things. And I know you got to take one week at a time, and I get all the coaching jargon and all that, but I'm with you. I mean, to go to Green Bay and to put on the display that they put on yesterday, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. But, guys, here's the other thing. I mean, how about how about the New England Patriots? Do they not look like Ooh. an organization without Tom Brady, without Gronkowski? And I get it, Gilmore didn't play, but boy, they look like a team that is that is really going in, in the wrong directions. But the one that surprised me more than any was Cincinnati beating Tennessee. I, I just I didn't see that happening. Well, the the young uh, the young quarterback who's gotten knocked around more than anybody I think in the league, he played pretty well, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, play, yeah I, I, no question, he played well, and and that's a that that's a game that you looked at as a Cowboys fan and thought, okay, here might be a chance for a win, but after yesterday, I, I don't believe so. I don't believe I don't believe that'll be the case at all. I think the Cowboys will have their hands full p- playing Cincinnati. And think about that, young man. And Garrett and I were talking uh, about uh, about David Carr. Remember, right, yeah. in in just the beating that he took uh, in in the early days of, of that deal. And Burrow's getting the same kind of treatment, but yet he's finding a way to to help his team get better. And and you know, yesterday they win a football game, and he's he's a. Uh, He's a fun young man to watch play the game, but man, is he absolutely getting pounded Sunday after Sunday, and 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 keeps getting up. I yeah. mean, that that's the thing. I mean, you, you you if you're a Cincinnati fan, boy, you you got to be excited that all of a sudden you've got what could be you know what could be a franchise quarterback. But literally, I think their left guard they had signed him last week. And started him at left guard yesterday. So you got you got to be thinking 
that their bye week came at a good time because hopefully they can they can get that young man accustomed to what's going to be you know what's going to be expected and what's going to be happening. But boy, if they can keep Joe Burrow healthy, they have absolutely found him. Uh, you know, found him a heck of a quarterback and what could be a franchise quarterback and something that could last there for a while. One thing off the field, I'm curious about this is with Trent Brown getting the trying to get an IV and he gets air in his bloodstream and it has to be hospitalized. This is two instances this year in the NFL where doctors have you know messed players up and I can't ever think of a time in my life where even we had one come circulate to uh regular media what is that what's going on stretch well I I mean I do think that's I mean that's one of those things where I mean you know guys getting IVs and getting IVs in the locker room and all that I mean that's a that's a you know you that's a sensitive situation I thought the one that really shocked me yesterday was Javon Williams I mean the kid from uh, the Bears receiver who oh, walked up oh, and yanked yeah. the Yanked the chain off of Chauncey Gardner Johnson, and he only got a two-game suspension. Yeah, we I mean, said the exact blatant, same a, thing. I mean, just being a blatant—that's not even. I, I wouldn't even call that a guy being a turd. That's a drut. That's a backwards turd, fellas. I mean, going up and <laughs> acting. I mean, just acting like a damn three-year-old kid. Hey, they should have suspended him the rest of the season. I mm -hmm. mean, you got to set an example for that kind of crap. I, I was, I was disappointed that they didn't give him. A bigger suspension than that. Really What's that was. say about the league right now? I mean, that they would tolerate that. And you're right, two games, and I realize he's going to miss two game checks, and, and that's going to hurt his back pocket. But two games, my foot. I mean, that was, and all you've seen all day long today. If you've got ESPN or Fox Sports or any of them on, you're see, you see, you you're not seeing all the great plays made. That's the first stinking thing that you see all day long. So NFL, that's what you get. The National Football League's, uh, all their video, yeah, you're seeing the highlights, but you're starting with that play right there. You're right. There should have been a lot more done than a two-game suspension. I mean, because that was I just, mean, that was thuggery right there. It was. I mean, and, 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 it, and it reeked of just, just ugly, nasty things that you don't, you know, that you don't want to see the NFL, you know, you don't want to see the NFL stand for. I, I and, and John Runyon, who over, you know, he was a former Eagles player, and he oversees that. Yeah, just that, that there there had to be there's got to be more to to that story than what what we saw yesterday and and what we actually witnessed out on the field. Well, it, it does. I mean, it may. I'm sure there is, but the the bottom line is what we witnessed on the field is what everybody continues to witness today. That's just a bad look. I mean, a really bad look for the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh man. Six weeks? Is that what we're seeing? Yeah, six weeks. And then if he has to have surgery, because he had a high ankle, he's had a high ankle issue. If he has to have surgery, he'll be done for the year. And then you have George Kittle as well. I mean, he's got a broken bone in his foot. He's out eight weeks. I mean, that, the Ooh. NFL is just not friendly to everybody. Well, and, and, and quite frankly, I mean, I, you, you got to think after uh, losing yesterday soundly to Seattle, that probably puts the 49ers behind the, you know, really behind the eight ball in that situation because. You, you lose your starting quarterback and what is a sense the leader of your offense George Kittle I think you, you know they, they got a, they got a long way to climb and I just I, I don't I don't see the 49ers you know right now that at, at, at four and four I I don't see them hanging around and they're in last place in their division hanging around in this playoff race because Seattle's got some real separation six and one Arizona's playing better uh, the Rams I thought I was surprised to see the Rams kind of lay an egg yesterday 
uh, in Miami. But, you know, they've been playing good football. So, it's unfortunate for San Francisco. But I think that's going to kind of – that's going to kind of do them in for the year when you lose two guys of that magnitude on your offense. We got an interesting text here on the CNC Collision Center text line, and it's not NFL-related. It's Baylor-related. But I haven't heard this take yet. So the guy from uh, 254-840 says, it's time for Sean Bell to go back to coaching the O-line because they look confused. I haven't even – I mean, what do you think about that? I mean – Well, I mean, he was part of the O-line coach, coaching staff last year. I mean – Again, have they had enough – and Stretch, you're going to have to answer this. Have they had enough consistent back-to-back practices to with, with, the, with the new system to, to really fairly judge whether or not that they're, they're getting what they need to get to go play the game? Well, I mean, the, the offensive line, guys, make no mistake about it, is the toughest position to coach on the field without question – coaching those five guys in the running game with pass protections, with understanding what to do, how you're sifting a certain way, and then getting them all to work together, uh, you, you know, in unity is the hardest job that there is. It's, it's the toughest job in coaching. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not really ready to – I wouldn't be ready to pull the plug or, or, or to start, you know, re- rearranging assignments, especially – when you got Larry Fedora and a new offense that's come in here. And that's what we were talking about. Uh, seriously, it, it, you've got to get five guys to act like one, don't you, uh, Stretch? I mean, that's that's what it's – I mean, and that's a very difficult task, but it's got to be five guys uh, working the, the two tackles, guard, and center. They're, they all got to work together, and they've got to look – got to look like one. Correct. And, and, and step is one and look after one another, and they've got to be able to understand – I mean, think about it, guys, stunts and blitzes and all the things that guys could send, being able to, you know, stay square, understand, uh, you know, what, what – and feel the body language of, 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 of your, you know, of your, you know, of your, of your – really your, the guy next to you. I mean, Joe Wickline has coached offensive line for a long time. And, and yeah, he's been a bunch of different places and – Obviously, you could, you know, you could probably be a little bit critical of all the jobs that he's had, but this guy's been a—he's been a—he's been an offensive line coach for a long time. And here's the other thing, you know, they—they they, want to give a lot of credit to Bell, and maybe he should have been given a lot of credit. But also, you had George DeLeon here, mm-hmm. who was an NFL, you know, who had been an NFL offensive line coach, and he was kind of under his tutelage, and he was, you know, he was able to tutor that group, so. You know, I'm going to say you're just going to have to give Wickline an opportunity to get, you know, to get those players uh, playing in one and playing in unison. And then, you know, maybe after the year, if you want to start thinking about, you know, possibly taking a hard look at some of your cut-ups and understanding some of your self-scout and some of those type of things, might you consider moving some guys around. But I think at this time of the year, I don't think that would be a good move and certainly not a good move for the coaching staff at Baylor right now. Kind of an interesting turn of events right here. A, a little breaking news. Friday, Baylor lost two recruits. You lost uh, Randy Masters. He was a uh, receiver at Shadow Creek, and now he's made the move to Dallas. And you lost Hal Presley, and all indications are Auburn's the front runner. Masters just committed to Cincinnati. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this, but that's just something that people you know be interested in. 
in the Baylor circles because that's a player that y'all lost. Yeah, so you lose a guy to Cincinnati. Where yeah. did he go to high school? I'm sorry. He was, he was at Shadow Creek this year. I, I'll, anyway, he's transferring up to the Metroplex. Uh, I, I'm not sure if – I don't think the UIL will grant his eligibility this year, but um, he was on that state championship team last year for Shadow Creek. Yeah, and I, I'm sorry, Tom. Go ahead. No, no, go no. Ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm. I, 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 yes, that that there's something that doesn't 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 feel right and doesn't smell right in that situation. I mean, you don't leave Baylor to 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 go to Cincinnati. No. I mean, that's just not that 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 doesn't that doesn't even feel right. Now, you know, who knows if that young man has some, you know, maybe he's got some, uh, you know, some family Grades or something, or something yeah. in that area. There's got to be something else more to that story than him just saying. Okay, in this scenario, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna walk away from my my verbal commit to Baylor and and and, and go to Cincinnati because, you know, I mean, it's not even close. I've been to both schools, not close from a educational standpoint, it's not close from a facility standpoint, and yeah, I mean, Luke Fickle's doing a great job at Cincinnati, and I mean, they happen to be playing well, but I mean, they're not they're not in the same type of conference you're in. That just so, something there's got to be something else mm-hmm. in the water with that one, Garrett. All yep. right, 5 11, 11 after 5 o'clock, and we're going to take a minute. We're going to talk about uh, our good friends at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Believe it or not, Christmas shopping is underway at Allen Samuels, and Allen Samuels is ready for the holidays with remarkable savings and special factory incentives. How about this? Black Friday. Yep, Black Friday pricing all month long during the month of December uh, during this huge Black Friday sales event. Just about everything, uh, just about every new vehicle has special incentives and uh, special financing, including 0% and no payments for 90 days. Allen Samuels is your Central Texas Ram headquarters, and they have an amazing selection of Ram trucks. And if they haven't got that truck you're looking for, maybe it's a color, maybe it's a, a particular style and color, whatever the case may be. If it's not on the lot at Allen Samuels, they'll find it for you. They've got a uh, they've got multiple Allen Samuels dealerships, plus connections with, with other friends all across the country so they can locate that vehicle for you. 17 salesmen, 14 technicians. They've even got nine folks that are working in their quick lube situation. So, uh, hey, they it's it's not just sales. It's sales and service at Allen Samuels. And how about a brand-new Jeep for Christmas, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee, or come by and test drive the, the Swiss Army knife of Jeeps. We're talking about uh, the Jeep Gladiator, and uh, you can put your family in the king of minivans. That's the Chrysler Pacifica shop. Apply, buy online, all at allensamuelsdcj.com, and they do deliver. Allen Samuels is a customer first award of excellence winner, and we're talking about our good friends in the car business, Allen Samuels. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight. Another very cool night as low temperatures fall to 42 degrees. Tomorrow for Election Day, it'll be mostly sunny. It should be a gorgeous day. No weather problems, hardly any wind. Again, with not a cloud around, we'll top out at 75 degrees. And mostly sunny on Wednesday, just a little bit warmer with a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. I think this is going to boogie on through here pretty quick. 
but I hope it does because I was planning on going to HEB. Needs kind of need some food, and I'm not getting out in this. It's not happening. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you, you, better, you better pull that hat down if you're going to. <laughs> what do you mean? Ed Wynn, Wynn gets going up under that flat bill now. You might just Mary Poppins your tail right on it. And he is flat billing it. Trust me, I was just looking at that bill. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, November 14th and Sunday, November 15th, Bell County Expo Center, The Real Texas Gun Show, the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, hunting gear, camping gear, fishing gear, collectibles, and so much more. Social distancing will be enforced, a temperature check at the door. Head on down to The Real Texas Gun Show, November 14th from 9 to 5, and November 15th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. Every Texan knows that costs like health care and property taxes are through the roof. But Brad Buckley, he's bought by the big corporations. He's voted repeatedly to give payday lenders special protections, even while they prey on soldiers and veterans like me. And Brad Buckley took more than $17,000 from health care and insurance companies, then voted to gut protections for people with pre-existing conditions. I'm glad there's a better choice. Kiki Williams comes from a military family and knows the value of service. As an Army captain, Kiki Williams oversaw thousands of soldiers under her command. She never asked whether they were Democrats or Republicans. She got them what they needed. Now, Kiki Williams is running for the Texas House. In Austin, she'll fight for better education, good jobs, and affordable health care for all Texans. Kiki Williams political ad paid for by House Democratic Campaign Committee. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950s-style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerTheWeek.com. Berg Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936. 517, 17 after 5. Drive safely on your uh, way home. Our 5 o'clock hour brought to you in part by Coriel Health, where... uh, uh, the fine folks at Coriel Health. Uh, appreciate them being a part of the program here this afternoon. It's 518. Let's, uh, let's talk a little college football. You know, let's go ahead 90 miles south stretch, and let's head down to College Station 
Well, you know, it wasn't that long ago where everybody was calling for Kellen Mond's head, weren't they? I mean, he, you know, Kellen Mond can't play, Kellen Mond this, Kellen Mond. He was 21 and 26 for 263 touchdowns, no picks against the Razorbacks in their 42-31 win. That, that I mean, they they played really, really well, particularly on the offensive side of the football, got the win. And, you know, they've got South Carolina, Tennessee, Ole Miss, LSU, and then Auburn at the very end of the season. So they really do have an opportunity to make a run here and have a one-loss season. Yeah, they're they're playing really well right now, and I, and I like the point you make. I mean, Kellen Mond looks like a completely different player than he did the end of last year. You know, I, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to go and watch him play at LSU last year, and it was an absolute butt-whipping. And so when you when you see how he's kind of uh, kind of transitioned himself, he's he, he looks like a completely different player than he did a year ago. And here's what I like: A and M is running the football too. I mean, they are they're getting the ball to their to their backs. I mean, and and nobody had they, you know they haven't got some kind of off the charts uh, uh, numbers, but I mean they rush for 182. And, and, and you see that that helps set up what Kellen Mond can do, which is run those boots and those waggles, and then he's a really, he's really pretty accurate deep ball thrower. So I, I, like what, uh, I like what Jimbo Fisher's got going. I like what the Aggies have going. And I tell you something, they beat an Arkansas team that's playing pretty dang good mm-hmm. football. They really are. And, it's an Arkansas and, team that's going to win uh, some more football games. There's yeah, no doubt about it. And, and Sam Pittman has done it. You know, I, 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 I was fortunate enough to be around Sam for three years when we were at Northern Illinois together. He's a heck of a football coach, and he deserved an opportunity to, 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 to you know, get a head job. And he's, he's doing a great job at Arkansas. But I, I'm back on A&M. I mean, I tell you what, that was – impressive to see them play the way they did and uh you know they they they've, they've got the one loss to Alabama but outside of that blemish I could see the A&M team maybe maybe running the running this you know running the rest of the schedule out right here and they're they're going to be a force to be reckoned with they, they got a heck of a football team their big challenge will be the last game of the season I think in, in Auburn but I you know, if they play the way they've been playing, they'll beat Auburn. I, I, I think this is a nine and one. I mean, I think it's a nine and one football team. Yeah, I do too. And I, and 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 when you say that, does that you know does that now get them into talk of of, of possibly being you know being right there as is one of the teams to be considered? Uh, you know, going into the going into the playoff, I you, you know you lose one game to Alabama, and if you can go run your schedule out. I, I think it's something that, you know, people are going to have to consider because right now, and, and, and you pointed on it, I mean, with the way this offense is playing and with the way that Kellen Mond is functioning in this offense, uh, they're, they're, they're a heck of a football team. Well, like I said, he had 260 through the air. Spiller, their, their uh, Knights running back, 21 carries. He had an additional 82 yards, so he was sniffing that 100-yard mark. So just those two players alone, you, you know, you've got well over 340 yards of offense. So, my goodness. Uh, and, and as you point out, their, their defense did enough to win the football game against a very talented Arkansas offense. So, uh, 
that's a good win for them. And and, and you point out, and, and I agree, that Arkansas is going to win more games. But, man, they've got South Carolina, Tennessee, Ole Miss, LSU, and Auburn remaining. So uh, it should be fun. I mean, it should be fun. That, and and uh, with, with the attendance that's going on in College Station, that place looked like it was rocking uh, Saturday night now. <laughs> I don't know if you did. watched that. I'm like, no, they did have no question. I'm I like 20% my foot. Uh, yeah, so good for them, you know. Hey, and good and good and good for good for you know University of Texas, good for A and M. I mean, I know we're the Baylor flagship. We're we're here in you know, you know Waco, and I think I, I think Aranda will get it turned around. But it's always good in this state when when A when and M and Texas are playing well, and, and and Texas has not been playing well. But to get that type of win for Tom Herman, and then to see what Jimbo Fisher's doing and the job he's doing at A and M, obviously beating Florida, and it's almost like that that you know that weight got lifted off of him because now you you can see that that team is starting to play with some real confidence speaking of florida how about coach mullins and does he think he's in the wwe or what was what something the what, what was that heck even all is about going on there man oh, and then thuggery. and then to come out for the for the press conference wearing what is that a darth, darth vader. vader a darth vader outfit i mean Good gracious! They hit him with a twenty-five k fine and for uh, violating the the bylaws for sportsmanship. Well, n- really, you think? I mean, come on! That was that was a, that was a total times that. yeah that yeah. was a total train wreck uh, Saturday against Missouri. Just a yeah. total train wreck. No, you 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 got to send a better message than that. And it's like we talked about last segment with with Weems. I mean, you got to send a better message than a two game suspension for what he did. Uh, and then, you know, more than $25,000 fine for what and, – and I thought I've always thought Mullen was a really classy guy. And, but, boy, that, that, that does not – that doesn't – there's nothing good about that, and there's it, it doesn't promote anything. It's just I, – I, I don't like that. I, I don't even like talking about it. It was, it was so ugly that it should have that, – that fine should have been 100 and it should have gotten his attention. You got you when you when you're doing that kind of you know when you're when you're acting that kind of way. You got to get something that really shocks you. And and, and that, that you know I I think I think twenty five he he could probably pull that out of the change box in his car with the kind of money they're paying him at Florida. And he was he, agging he, it on. That's what bothered well, yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Just, yeah, that, that's just oh, yeah, bad that's stuff. what I mean. I mean, he looked like he looked like he looked like one of those damn wrestling handlers in the WWE. I mean, it's ridiculous. One scary note earlier today uh, in Ole Miss, uh, their freshman tight end Demarcus Thomas took a hit in practice and lost all feeling in his body, and he had to be air flighted out. Uh, Lane Kiffin was pretty shook up about this in his press conference, but that Ole Miss football has released a statement uh, from their assistant AD of sports medicine Pat Jerrigan. It says following the injury at practice, he was tra- he was taken to Baptist Memorial Hospital in Oxford. And then airlifted to Memphis Regional um, Healthcare. He has been evaluated and he has regained movement in all of his extremities. So that wow, is very that is positive. Unbelievably news. good news. Yeah, I, I, and and I read that earlier too. I mean, that's 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 got to be an answer for prayers. I mean, anytime anytime you have to cart a guy out in, in, in that situation, mm. that's that's scary and. And, and, and good for that young man and good for the Ole Miss program. That's, that's an answer to prayers right there. All right, it's 526, 26 after 5. Uh, coming up, more of the program. But right now, it's time for the Baylor Sports Beat with uh, John Morse. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. 
Everybody's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including football, volleyball, and soccer. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. The Black is back. It's the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels. Get special holiday deals on the truck of your dreams, like a brand new Ram Lone Star Crew Cab with special factory discounts and financing. Or grab hold of the Swiss Army Knife of SUVs, Jeep Gladiator, and head for holiday adventure. The Black is back. The Black Friday sales event from Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. These are unprecedented times, and they call us to care for each other in extraordinary ways. Help stop the spread of COVID-19 by following these precautions. Wear a face covering. Maintain social distance. Know and monitor the symptoms and stay home if you're sick. Let's put family first and sick COVID-19 together. Sick'em Bears. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat with the Texas Coast Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor football fell to TCU on Saturday at McLean Stadium, 33-23 the final score. But the final score only tells part of the story. The Bears fell behind 30 to nothing in the second quarter of the game, made a terrific second-half comeback, but still fell to 1-3 and three on the season. After the game, head coach Dave Aranda asked about the slow start for the Bears. You know, I think it's been, um, it's been indicative uh, so far this year, unfortunately, and it's something that we um, have attempted to address, you know, not well enough. Um, I think, you know, practices, meetings, you look at the, um, the time there in the hotel, the Friday prep and the Saturday morning prep, um, there's just a momentum that you felt. And, um, you know, I think in, we're, we're going to look at just how early we're getting to the stadium. We're going to look at um, the time on feet. We're going to look at everything. And, um, you know, I think um, we, we were looking at some, maybe some more technical things. I think we need to expand that. And, you know, it's certainly on me. And so uh, I'll, I'll improve it. Coach Dave Aranda from Saturday, next up for the Bears, headed to Ames to play Iowa State this Saturday at 6 p.m. Also from the weekend, Baylor soccer drops a 1-0 decision in Austin to Texas on Friday night. Baylor volleyball finishes off a two-game sweep of West Virginia with a 3-0 sweep on Friday. Next up for the second-ranked Baylor volleyball team, a matchup with number one Texas in Austin Thursday and Friday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. 
I'm John Morris. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive, and 105 South 5th Street. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. Close your eyes and imagine this with me. Two all-beef patties, American and Monterey Jack cheese, sizzling bacon, and the smooth, roasted heat of hatched green chilies, all on a five-inch bun. You hungry yet? Good news. You just don't have to imagine anymore. You could taste it yourself on the new hatched green chili bacon burger at Whataburger. Make this flavorful fantasy a reality, but do it soon. You can only get this burger for a limited time. So get down to Whataburger and get your hands on this perfect burger while you still can. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Baylor got off to another slow start on Saturday against TCU and found themselves down 30 to 7 at halftime. Coach Aranda talked about the need to create an attack mode mindset at the beginning of games earlier today. You know, we've been down and there's been the there's been kind of the need to go fast. And I think when you're down, it gives it like, hey, we're already down. And then when you're going fast, there is, there is, you know, as mentioned earlier, it was that frantic pace. And so um, we have to build, to build a mindset to start the game that we're in attack mode. Tonight, number 10, La Vega will host Brownwood at Willie Williams Stadium for their final regular season game of the year. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Five thirty-three. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch Garrett, glad to have you with us, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Monday night match. Oh, by the way, by the way, guys, tomorrow afternoon uh, on the commute home, you'll have the opportunity to catch one Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman is going to join us on the program tomorrow afternoon. 
around 5.15 to talk talk about the Cowboys situation, also talk about the National Football League, and and, and he would know. Uh, you're talking about uh, a member of the Ring of Honor, a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, a member of uh, the Fox Sports broadcast team on the, on the, on the number one Fox team with uh, Joe Buck. So uh, been around the game forever and also certainly uh, after his playing days continue to be a part of the National Football League. And some even think that uh, he is destined for a management-type position as in a general manager-type position in the NFL. So we'll, uh, we'll have Stretch. Uh, we'll have him at 515 tomorrow, right? Yeah, five fifteen. That's that'll be good to catch up with him a little bit and get his, you know, get his feel for what's going on in not only in the NFC East but obviously in the NFL. Because you can't even so say many. NFC East without laughing. I can't. I, I it's it's like sitting in the front car of the damn runaway mine train. If it comes over that first hump, you give it a little giggle. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly right. Here we go, boys. Speaking of NFC East, we got one in action tonight. The Giants. And Tampa Bay, and you're giving them no chance, zero. No, I'm not saying zero. They all start I'm, zero to zero, don't they? Yeah, they, yeah. I'm not saying zero, but I'm telling you, I, I mean, I think it's slim and none, and slims up in Butte, Montana, hanging out, smoking his own. So <laughs> there, I, that would be my. But you know what? I don't gamble on football for a reason. I thought yesterday, I, I really did. I told some friends of mine, I said, if you don't give up. Ten and a half, and 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 take Philadelphia. You're crazy, and I'm telling you, boy, they were sending me some of the nastiest messages about three quarters into that football game. Of course, they won. They didn't say anything, right? Yeah. They ended up winning, and and did, and it was a sweater because, oh, by the way, uh, you know, Dallas is trying to get in the end zone right there at the end. It would have gave them a backdoor cover, but no, I I didn't hear one dang thing from them before. But hey, I I. Tonight's game, I don't see any possible way the Giants are, you know, can 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 win this football game against Tampa Bay. I just don't. Now, doesn't mean that Tampa Bay may not throw it away, but do you see Tom Brady playing the way that Carson Wentz played yesterday? Absolutely not. Not hardly. In, in fact, no, no, no. He's he his. You know, they had they had a couple of little hiccups early, some growing pains early, but. Man, the the more that they're together, and I'm, when I say they, I'm talking about he and that receiving core. The more they're together, well, the more they look in sync, and this thing's getting better and better and better. They're, I mean, they're a heck of a good football team right now. You dang right they are. And 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 here's the thing: they can play defensively. I mean, we got a call early in the show, you know, and he was, you know, hey, our, our team's built defensively, and you know what? A lot of people still believe you, if, if you can't play defense, you can't win a championship. So uh, that that team, Tampa, can play some defense too, and that's that they look to be a complete football team, and 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 possibly maybe the uh, you know maybe the favorite to come out of the NFC. God, if he went and won a Super Bowl, oh, that would be so funny with with the way that the, the train wreck is going in 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 Boston right now. Who could you just imagine? I'd be a bunch, be a bunch of mad fans up in New England. I'm gonna tell you that. There's, but I mean, you know, guys. Here's the thing. I mean, he's got a completely different situation in, I, I think, in in uh, Tampa than he had in New England. Being being Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady had to be the guy in New England, and now he's got there's he's got so many pieces and uh, you know around him. And uh, you know, again, signing Antonio Brown. I mean, they just bring another. They just give him another weapon for for 
what is already a heck of an offense. No doubt. I, I, you brought up a good point on their defense. When you look at their linebacking core, like Devin White and uh, Levante David, they, they're probably one of the best duos in the league right now. Oh, they'll get after you defensively. There's there's no question they'll get after you defensively. And and you look at the job that, you know, I mean, t- you know, Todd Bowles, the defense coordinator, he's probably going to put himself back into consideration for being another head coach just for the job he's done and, and, and the things that they're doing defensively there. It's 539-21 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas talking some football, some NFL football, and we will uh, continue with our conversation coming up in just a couple of minutes here on ESPN Central Texas. Every Texan knows that costs like health care and property taxes are through the roof. But Brad Buckley, he's bought by the big corporations. He's voted repeatedly to give payday lenders special protections, even while they prey on soldiers and veterans like me. And Brad Buckley took more than $17,000 from healthcare and insurance companies, then voted to gut protections for people with pre-existing conditions. I'm glad there's a better choice. Kiki Williams comes from a military family and knows the value of service. As an Army captain, Kiki Williams oversaw thousands of soldiers under her command. She never asked whether they were Democrats or Republicans. She got them what they needed. Now, Kiki Williams is running for the Texas House. In Austin, she'll fight for better education, good jobs, and affordable health care for all Texans. Kiki Williams. Political ad paid for by House Democratic Campaign Committee. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Waco. Don't miss the 2020 PBR Unleash the Beast World Finals at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, November 12th through the 15th. The professional bull riders trade the lights of Vegas for its historic World Finals appearance. Deep in the heart of Texas, come be a part of history in the making in a safe, socially distant environment and experience the PBR's richest and most coveted event. Limited tickets are available at PBR.com, ATTStadium.com, and SeatGeek.com. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road, make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. B&M Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian football, 
Before the game Friday night, stop by B&M Barbecue for all-you-can-eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs. Whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue. 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Baylor got off to another slow start on Saturday against TCU and found themselves down 30-7 at halftime. Coach Aranda talked about the need to create an attack mode mindset at the beginning of games earlier today. You know, we've been down and there's been the there's been kind of the need to go fast. And I think when you're down, it gives it like, hey, we're already down. And then when you're going fast, there is, there is, you know, as mentioned earlier, it was that frantic pace. And so um, we have to build, to build a mindset to start the game that we're in attack mode. Tonight, number 10, La Vega will host Brownwood at Willie Williams Stadium for their final regular season game of the year. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barnfield, Glenn Stretch-Smith, Garrett Ross. Glad you're with us as we roll along here on a Monday talking uh, talking football, college football, talking NFL football, and talking Cowboys. And uh, and we're joined now by Joe Trahan from WFAA in Dallas. Joe, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, last night's game. Obviously, defensively, they played a little bit better. In fact, probably gave themselves a chance to win, but – Offensively, it just there was just no productivity there, really. Yeah, you guys. I mean, uh, seventh round rookie quarterbacks don't win in the NFL. It hasn't happened in 26 years since Gus Farratt. Remember him, the kicking mule. Yeah. Gus, the kicking mule, did it back in '94. Yeah, that. So it, it, it's what I expected uh, from uh, Ben DiNucci. That whole Gucci DiNucci movement and all the excitement. I, I wasn't buying into any of that. I've seen too much football to to, to kind of, you know, fall into that trap. What I didn't expect was the way he threw the football. And I know for a fact, I haven't, li- haven't been able to listen to you guys today because I've been working, but I know for a fact that coach has been blowing him up over that throwing motion. I just know it. <laughs> well, well, that's why I wanted to have you on, Joe. I thought that you'd be the, you'd, you're my voice of reason. You'd come on here and give us a half glass full mentality. Cause absolutely, you know, when he, when he's carrying the football, like he's got a, like he's got, you know, like he's got about four uh, vodka tonics on there fixing to go deliver them here at happy hour. It's a bad look, but you know, talk, talk to us a little bit, Joe. And what did you see defensively? You know, I, I saw a team in Philadelphia who I didn't think was very good. And, you know, being on with you earlier today, I, I felt like you could be, again, our voice of reason and saying, hey, maybe this defense is playing a little better and, and, and maybe we can expect some better things in the second half of the season out of this scheme. I, I do think that they were, they were better – uh, coordinated together. I do think that that they understood their assignments better. But the whole flip side of that is, as I tried to tell you, Coach, Philadelphia is a dumpster fire too. And Carson Wentz has regressed for a, for a pro who's in his fifth year to be making the sort of brain dead mistakes like he has. Had me wondering what the heck is going on there with Peterson and that whole thing. So as much as I. I I did say, you know what, the, the Cowboys were able to force four turnovers, and, and that, that's a good thing. But 
has my dog behind me telling you guys. He don't I mean, like him either. You know, he, he's like, no. She, she's like, no, I'm not having that. I'm not believing in it. It's not happening. You know, so um, I, I don't want to just go out there and say I think it's going to be better. I need to see that sustained. You know, that was a great starting point for this team to start to show this kind of improvement that would make you think that, you know, next year we could see something better. But but it's, it's got to be sustained. I mean, one game against a quarterback making awful decisions doesn't mean anything to me. And Talking with Joe Trahan <laughs> We're talking with Joe Traham, WFA Channel 8 in Dallas. Joe, I, I know you got to get on and get ready to do the, do the uh, 6 o'clock, but I wanted to – I just wanted – the other thing I wanted to sh- – you know, that I wanted you to share with us, in, in your mind, you know, the Cowboys are probably going to go maybe at best 4-12. and 12. Do you see this as being a possible, you know, one and done situation with McCarthy, or do you think Jerry will, will you know, will stand by him in, you know, in in this very trying year? I will try to be the voice of reason here, Coach. Uh, Mike McCarthy signed a five-year deal. I don't see Jerry Jones jettisoning him after one year and just just pulling the the, the, the ripcord saying he's out of here only because Jerry would have to absolutely admit that he was completely and totally wrong. And that's not (laughs) something that Jerry does. I think the easy path will be for him to re-rack the whole thing, um, bring Dak Prescott back on a a franchise tag, one-year prove-it deal. He's got that offense that's kind of set up. It's ready to roll. They make a few defensive picks uh, coming up in the draft. That's what they sell you on. They sell you on that hope this defense is going to be better and the offense is already set up for success. They've had this year under McCarthy. I mean, that's going to be the marketing pitch next year. I, I can write it today. It's already it's already done. Well, I think Jerry ought to hire you, and, 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 and you know what? You ought to say to hell with the PGA and everybody that you brought to Frisco and WFA and go to work for him. I think it would be good for you. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's probably not going to happen you know, once you hit somebody in the face a whole lot, you know, they're not going to be your friend at that point. So, I mean, I, I, I couldn't help but hit him in the face over all these years. So, what are you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. Get ready for the 6 o'clock news, Joe. I, I appreciate you coming on and, again, being our voice of reason because, yeah, you know, I, I guess I'm, maybe I'm a little more tough on them than may, I, I am possibly even on my own son. But, boy, the Cowboys, they, they, they don't look too good. I'm afraid it's going to be – I'm afraid it's going to be a long second half of the season, but I appreciate you jumping on like always with us, Joe, and uh, go 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 do your real job. Thanks for jumping on with us, man. All right, thanks so much for having me. You're right, boys. It was bad football. Dak <laughs> Prescott, the only winner. Dak Prescott. All right, y'all be good. <laughs> See you later. You, you know, and I was thinking, uh, Danucci could be better next week, and you won't see it because the caliber of play of the opponent is going to be far superior than what Philadelphia was. I mean, he's right. That was garbage uh, from Philadelphia. And if it would have been anybody else, anybody with any any kind of offense whatsoever, they'd have put 14, 21 points on the board because of some of the mistakes that the, that Philadelphia made. Correct. And that's I think that's the whole point is, you know, can he, you know, can he get better? Would they have won the game with Andy Dalton at quarterback? I mean, we can go through all those different scenarios. The bottom line is, is you know, the Cowboys are not a good football team right now, and it's just a – it really is, fellas. It's it's a hard pill to swallow. And I know Garrett's probably sitting over there chuckling because 
He, he, he's, <laughs> I have he, nothing to chuckle about. My a, team's horrible. He's a fan of the Washington football team, and you're exactly right. They ain't worth the tinkers, butt either. Nope. So, neither is the whole division. So, guys, it's going to be a long year for 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 Cowboy fans, but we got to we got to we got to find a little ray of sunshine, and hopefully, hopefully, Baylor can get us a big win, and we can we can turn some things around here from a college football perspective. Stretch, do you think they try to move away from Jalen Smith after this year? I don't know how you can. I mean, they've invested so much money in him that I, I you know, I, I, I really don't know how you can. I, you know, I, I tell you the thing that I took away from that linebacker core last night. Sean Lee made one tackle and he came off the field like he was hurt again. You got it. So I, you know, that that that's kind of painful to watch. And I mean, obviously he's, you know, he's probably he's probably really at the end of his rope. And I think that's hard to say because he's such a good football player and almost a coach on the field. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Jalen Smith, I, I think the Cowboys, unfortunately, paying the money that they paid to him, I think they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to figure out a way to continue to play him. And, boy, he does some things that just make you scratch your head as well. well I was just thinking about if, if Danucci makes some of the plays that he made yesterday against Pittsburgh, they will be interceptions. They will be turnovers. They will be resulting in points. I mean, it could get flat out ugly Ooh. against the Steelers if he plays that. I mean, like that. I mean, they they got to yeah. get they got to find some things that he could do, and they got to find it in, in a hurry. Yeah, I, I, guys, let me tell you, it's not happening. They've got to hope that maybe Dalton would come back, and 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 that that's really the only choice they've got. I mean, I almost. I almost wanted to say last night, is there a chance you could go talk Jay Cutler into coming off the, you know, coming <laughs> off the scrap heap? But it's it, it's uh, gotten to be it's gotten to be that ugly. And I, guys, I was here for two five and eleven seasons, and I'm telling you, we we were not very good. We were competitive, but I mean, literally, we were playing Ryan Leaf and Clint Sterner and Drew Henson. I mean, guys, that you're like, I promise you, I just said those three names, and Garrett. Garrett was acting like he was an owl over there. He went, who? Who? <laughs> I recognize some of them. All right. Uh, it's 5.52. That is going to do it for us. We thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. Many thanks to all of our guests for being a part of the program. Don't forget Troy Aikman on the program tomorrow afternoon at 5.15. And we will see you tomorrow at 3 right here with another edition of, of Game Time on ESPN Central Texas.